the whole first season of Battlestar Galactica was ridiculous because it was frack this, frack that. And I'm like, stop saying that. <laughs> The first time I heard it, I was like, no way. I think all of Sci-Fi Channel uses frack now. Oh, yeah. Mm. Set the standard. Their go-to curse word. Holy frackville, Batman. (laughs) Mother fracker was my favorite. Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 36. We're coming to you from the Stude at 258 Studios in Scranton. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. Uh, I'm Mark, and Lauren is not with us again because she likes to collect seashells by the seashore. Isn't that amazing? I did that while t- t- uh, r- signing a petition. Very nicely done. Thank you. And we're here with uh, Dee Culp, our uh, columnist on LGBT issues. Welcome, Dee. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you for being on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark uh, had, had said uh, we should have you on uh, last week when we were uh, talking about the column and everything. So we figured, why not? Because uh, I get what I want. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I want a hoagie. <laughs> Without Lauren, I bring this shit to a screeching halt. Yes. <laughs> Keep going, man. <laughs> All right, so let's see what we got on the site here this week. Uh, we have some really cool photos this week. Uh, we have uh, Peach Fest, of course, uh, the Scranton Music Fest, which we talked about a couple weeks ago uh, that was at NAOG, and uh, we have some photos of Weird Al Yankovic, who was in Reading, uh, so that that's going to be awesome. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, just a few weeks ago. I didn't know uh, that I, I missed the show, unfortunately. I really wanted to go, but uh, we definitely have photos from it. Uh, let's see. We have an interview with the owner of Home Yoga and Bar and in uh, West Pittston. Uh, yeah, this is a new thing for me because uh, I'm not... The world I'm, can't see my face right now. I'm curious. As you can tell uh, uh, by any picture of me, I am not a, a fitness guy in any way, shape, or form. But you're not heavy. No. Like, I'd kill for your bod. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, I hide this little... I got, I got this nice little you know baby going. Yeah, but you can still tie your shoes. Yes. Like, I'm just like, like my girlfriend's like, he's sitting in the house and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm waiting for you to leave the room so I can tie my shoes. Can I just point <laughs> out that it's super awkward that you told him you wanted to kill for his body? I, no, I said I would kill for you his body. You would kill. I didn't say I wanted to kill for his body. I just said I would. It's okay. Me and Mark have a have a total bro understanding when it comes to these things. You know, and neither one Bromance. of us are bros. Yeah. No, yeah. neither of us. Uh, but yeah, so th- this is this is a, a type of exercise, and I th- see at first I thought I- I'm looking at the name and it says home yoga and bar, and it's spelled B A R E. Oh, those were two. It's okay. Is it bear? I, see, I'm hung up on home bar. Like this is a place I go to. Okay, I don't do it at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, is bar a play in Wilkes Bar? <laughs> That's what I thought, right? But it's in West Pittston. So it's definitely not. And then I'm like, oh, this is actually, if you read the interview, it's a, it's a type of exercise. Oh. Well, so I looked it up. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I feel really stupid. We're all idiots. Yeah. But, you know, that's the point of articles is to read and inform yourself. So there you go. <laughs> I'm so confused. I, well, you won't be when you read the interview, um, which is part of our, you know, week, weekly uh, strength and focus column that uh, Rich Perry does. Uh, let's see. Oh, Pat Benatar and uh, Neil Gerardo, uh, Geraldo is uh, in, uh, doing a, an acoustic evening. Is it Geraldo or Geraldo? <laughs> uh, 
I I hope it's whichever Hal one's Al Gore. not on Fox News. Uh, yes. Yes, this guy uh, is uh, covered in tattoos, so um, I'm I'm going to go with not that guy. He did not find Bonnie and Clyde's car. <laughs> no. With the uh, okay. This is Geraldo looking for that. Was it? Did, was he? He was. He was Capone's that, safe. I know he was looking Cap- for Capone's safe. He, yeah, he did something where he, he like it was like a big national news event. They broke nothing, in and there was nothing inside. Nothing. <laughs> kind of like his head. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, mic adjustment. Oh, there we go. So he'll be in. Beth, uh, they'll both be in Bethlehem on uh, October seventeenth, doing an acoustic show, which is a little different, especially for the Sands Bethlehem Center. So, uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra. We'll be at the Kirby Center in Wilkes-Barre, which I'm very excited about. I love swing music. I love his music. His Christmas album is great. That guy, that cat plays a mean guitar. (laughs) (laughs) I I have never heard him do Christmas music until today when I looked up the videos because I was like, oh, okay, I guess he does, you know, he has has several Christmas albums out and he has another one coming out uh, pretty soon. So I'm like, all right, I got to look this up, but uh, pretty cool stuff. And he's been around a lot longer than people think. I think most people, oh, yeah. when they, they think of him, they think of the 90s, you know, when he had that the, the one big hit. Well, I think of the 80s when he had... Um, Straight Cast Fever. Cats. Right, exactly. But yeah, p- people forget that, you know, I mean, he's, you know, uh, kind of brought back rockabilly in a big way. Oh, yeah. Totally. You know, yeah. so, and then kind of uh, brought back swing in a big way, too. So, I mean, he's, he's responsible for quite a bit. It was them, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Right. And uh, I forget the third one. But those are like the three guys, but it was only for like a summer. <laughs> yeah it well was, it wasn't like it pub- didn't have legs publicly yeah i mean you know we're talking general populace but i mean they're they're fickle you know but uh he's still pretty great and obviously uh you know still pretty well loved and tours everywhere so it'll be interesting to see him in the area uh we premiered a new song from a social state i didn't hear it yet uh called dizzy you technically have heard no, it. No, no, i want to hear like the production because <laughs> you heard the acoustic version that we did in the studio back in episode 12 of the podcast wow yeah a while ago so our our listeners have actually heard it you know first uh, a long time ago but uh but this is the finished studio production <laughs> version uh with then, with the full band i mean the original just did that we did unstuded ed yes unstuded it's out of beta and they've released the full version. Yes, exactly. We're excited. Uh, we'll, we'll have uh, Corey Wolf of uh, Everyone You Know Entertainment within the next month on the podcast. And he's going to be talking about uh, the Culture Shock Free Music Festival. Um, right now, though, uh, he's selling T-shirts to try and kind of offset the costs of all that because uh, that's it's a free festival. So obviously it's a lot of, you know, uh, undertaking in terms of uh, mm-hmm. the setup and production of it and everything else. And it's free to the bands, the vendors, attendees, everything. So obviously, you know, every little bit helps when you're funding that out of your own pocket. So uh, the, the t- we had the, the, the logo contest uh, back in May. Yep. Uh, for culture shock, and uh, so the 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 new logo is on the t-shirts. Apparently, really my nice. logo is on the t-shirt. It is. I didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, so is the NEPA scene logo. Yeah, Corey said to me today, he's like, "Hey man, put your logo on the t-shirt," and I'm like, "Didn't look. Sorry. <laughs> I will you, look at it later." You jerk. And then stuff happened. You jerk. I'm a piece of shit. Yep. All right, moving on from culture shock. <laughs> Oh, uh, so so I, I haven't done an infinite improbability in a while. That's your fault. I know it's totally my fault. I just I just haven't had time. And Can I be like the crusty person today? Yeah. If you okay, want. I'll be. Okay, keep going. All right. 
It's your fault. You'll be crusty. Uh, so <laughs> I, I did want to... <laughs> oh Wrong crusty. Sorry. So I did one on uh, Hitchbot, that whole incident in... Uh, Philly? Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, yeah. I thought... <laughs> It's just, it was too, like, I'm like, oh, this is in Pennsylvania. So that figures, you know, so people are, people are like shitting on F- Philadelphia. People are shitting on Pennsylvania. So I'm like, all right, let me get to the bottom of it. So should they? I, I said, I said it's, it's half and half. Like it, my, my conclusion was that I think, first of all, the media didn't focus enough on these two YouTube guys who are pranksters. Now let's, let's, let's. Let's break it down here for a second, okay? So the breaking la- it down, Rich, with you. Yes. So, <laughs> so H- Hitchbot was created uh, by two Canadians, two idealistic Canadians, uh, <laughs> who uh, basically uh, sent this robot out to hitchhike across the country. Except the the robot can't do anything on its own other than carry on uh, a basic conversation with a person back and forth. Well, uh, it had already crossed um, what Germany? Yes, and some Germany, other the Netherlands, and Canada. And Canada. So, so it went through the Germany that Hitler, or went through the the, <laughs> yes. the country that Hitler ran. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, fine. you know, Germany has an awful reputation. And it got through there just fine. It comes to America, we get two weeks. It lasts Wait. two weeks. Lands in the city of brotherly love, right? Which, of course, was just headline. Like everybody drooled over those headlines. Like I could see <laughs> the writers just pounding their keyboards, like ah ha ha ha. This city of brotherly love, and of course, we destroy the perfectly innocent robot. And they decapitated it. Took the took Jesus. the Jesus took the computer that was like there was just a tiny computer in it that had a face, the voice thing, and a GPS. Like and then sold not, it to North Korea. High-tech. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the plastic body was just left on the Philly streets. Now, now here's the thing, though. The last people to see. Hitchbot alive, so to speak, were these two guys who uh, do pranks on YouTube. So who, who who fancy themselves internet celebrities? Okay. So now the one guy is getting a show on CMT of all things because apparently it's not country music anymore. It's what? just whatever the no, bullshit programming they put on there. So he's getting a prank show on there. So this is perfect publicity for him. So they do a video with the thing and drop it off in one of the worst parts of Philly, infamously like worst parts of Philly. Uh, and then the next day, of course, it's destroyed. So now we have one or two options here. Both of them make them assholes. One is that they left it in one of the worst places in Philly. So you're a careless morons and, you know, you put a piece of technology there. Obviously, people are just going to screw with it. So you're dicks. Or they smashed it themselves and didn't want to tell anybody because they're pranksters. I mean, that's what they're famous for. They, they fuck with people. So <laughs> well, did, did they film it? Here's, well, here's the thing is the next day they release a video of one of their, one of this guy's characters oh, was it destroying like, was Hitchbot. It like an ISIS style thing where they're like, we're going to kill you if you do not give us. <laughs> no, it was like a fake surveillance tape. Like what do they, what do they call Canadian dollars? Like Quatloos or whatever? You I didn't even or... think they had money. They, yeah, right? they, that weird I just thought they. Money. I thought I thought they did every transaction with a handshake and a. And they're like, we want hundred thousand dollars, or we'll decapitate this robot. It's like, okay. No. I don't think anybody'd give it, <laughs> especially Canadians. R- violence on robots is a very serious matter. Apparently, it is now. Right. Which doesn't make sense. But see, they are they not going. human? I'm just so. 
are you, are robots not human too? It's not even real. It just it, <laughs> in this case, what bothers me? It's like a fucking traveling teddy bear. And right. then it gets to Philly and it's just stuffing every it looks like Ted. It's like <laughs> the end of Ted. Probably would have been yeah, like a Teddy Ruxman probably would have had more luck. <laughs> right. At least you can put NWA in there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Grubby's rendition of Street Out of Comp. Yeah, just right. Like... All right, so keep going. So so the uh so so they, they release a fake surveillance video of the thing supposedly getting destroyed, and then then days later go, Oh no, it was fake. See, haha, we 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 fooled the media into sharing this video around. We didn't really break it. Fooling we totally support so Hitchbot and we're totally cool with it. So wait, then we're was sorry it ironic that it got destroyed? That yeah. So what so, they're saying is we didn't really destroy it, but we put it in a shitty part of Philly and it just so happened to get destroyed. Which makes me think you're full of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a cosmic anomaly right there, man, for that to happen. Right. So I'm like, either way, you guys are assholes, and it just makes Pennsylvania look bad because we have such a uh, an attitude problem when it comes to anything positive. <gasps> I, you know what I just thought? Did they dump it in West Philadelphia? Born and raised. Born and raised. Is that exactly? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was supposed to end up in Bel Air. Right. Yeah. Never. Never, never made it. There. At least exactly. not one piece. That's well, not a f- that th- Johnny Five not alive. <laughs> um, that's a great movie. Um, you know, what pisses me off. Here's what pisses me off about that. It could have been a really good feel good story. Well, and that that's that's kind of what I I and two I and two jackasses about. who like to be internet you know, right tough guys. That's what that's what bothers me is that like. Here's you know here's somebody who does who do, wants to do something positive to prove that you know, humanity is you know worth keeping on this earth and not you know the the aliens coming and destroying us, and then you have these guys who who see this feel good story and go how can I profit or make money or or get f- five minutes of fame out of this? I'm gonna take a guess. I'm gonna take a guess that this guy that got his show on on CMT that's gonna be part of it. I bet you they did that. Right. Yeah. Or. They did it, and CMT's like, we are not airing this. Well, because you know, at the end of the day, I've never heard of these people until now. Because how long? How so, long? How long was it before um, the robot? What's the What's the robot's name? Hitchbot. 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 How long is it before the Hitchbot was found? To the dude announcing that he got a CMT show. Right. Which ha- Which came well, this first? Is, this is only like two weeks. This isn't even that long ago. Yeah, the I th- I think the the show was announced first, and then this came along. Seems pretty coincidental, right? It's like what was that Morgan Spurlock that had that <clears throat> that thing where he was eating McDonald's for thirty days? Yeah, Super Size Me, right? So, and and now, then he had his own reality show for a while where he was doing yeah, crazy he was different goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. He's actually a really cool guy. I heard. Well, yeah, it's, he's, yeah, but that's what this reminds me of is like that. Yeah, but I don't think he ever destroyed anything. He destroyed his body, <laughs> <laughs> not Hitchbot. That's just messed up, man. Poor yeah, as a, as a sci-fi guy, I just had to, you know. Yeah, it's just messed I up. I had to write about that. Yeah, any, but, uh, anything else to darken the spirits, Rich? <laughs> yeah, you're bringing us down, man. Crusty. Well, all right, let's 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 talk about something positive. Uh, you said uh, Pride Fest was really great this weekend. Pride Fest, <clears throat> Pride Fest was really great. It was exceptional this weekend. Um, last year, it was held in Kirby Park. Um, that was actually my first Pride Fest. This year they did it in Pittston, and a lot of people were wondering, like, why Pittston? And it's because Pittston, like Scranton, has ordinances that protect the LGBT community. Like, for example, um, if you come out as gay, you can get fired for that. No problem. There's nothing against that. In Scranton and Pittston, you get some more legal uh, leeway. Um, you can get evicted, denied services. You can, you know, all kinds of things. Wait, in Wilkesbury? 
In Wilkes-Barre, yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, Scranton and Pittston, I think, are one of the only... I, I'm sh- I, I, I would have to hope Allegheny and Philly do, too. Um, Pittston is actually... The, I know Pittston is the first. They're the first because they, they got it like even before Boston or something. I don't remember. They, no, 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 no. I'm getting, my, I'm getting it back out. They were the first ones to integrate uh, the LGBT community in their in their parade for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. They did it before Boston. So that's true. Wow. Uh, I should know more, but that's... <laughs> That's that's you're not I the encyclopedia. You don't have to be the encyclopedia of all like LGBT sure. knowledge. I mean, as long as I know what's going on in NEPA, I feel confident. <laughs> <laughs> but, so how, so what so what's what was last year like? Um, because I because I know somebody who went last year and this year, and they had differing opinions. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, first of all, it was a, it it just seemed more sparse to me. Like in Kirby, this year, yeah. Or, Okay. Like they said it was record breaking. So there was a lot more people there. I didn't feel that way because first of all, Kirby is like so spread out. Yeah. You know, it's a huge area and it was full. There was a lot of people there. They had like food trucks, they had acrobats. They had this big thing that people were doing like, um, was that that silks where they, they wrapped themselves in. Oh, like the people like hang and. Yeah. Like Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. 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 They had like guys walking around on stilts with like giant rainbow butterfly wings. Like, you know, dude, dudes in speedo, like rainbow speedos walking around making out and stuff like that. And I just didn't see any of that. In Pittston. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of things. There was like some girl had like a, um, a sign that said free hogs and she was walking around and then she turned it around and it said free kisses. And that was cool. Um, there was. Should have went. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think she was 14. I should have went in four years. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm there, there, was a, there was a lot. It just seemed like at Kirby there was more. Because my buddy went and he said, um, he said this year it seemed like there was nobody there. And he goes, he goes, the thing about Kirby Park is it's like grass, trees, ponds. Exactly. He's like, this one was, it was like pavement. You get that, the river, you get the Susquehanna River right behind you. You yeah. get a nice breeze blowing through. Yep. It's all green fields. So the sun isn't like beating down on you. Right. Here it was like, it was on blacktop. So it was hot from above and then hot from below. Like I'm, I was trying to do an inter- like I was on WBRE and I'm standing there. And as I'm, as I'm talking to the camera, like my feet are burning. What, you didn't have shoes on? Well, I had, I, had, I had sneakers on. And they were still hot. And they were still that hot. I'm like, all right, are we done? Because I need to get out of this. Did they have a freaking tent or anything? They had tents. Yeah. It was so intense, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I spent most of the most of the time in the tent. Like there was like the center. There was, right in the center of the parking lot was like Pride Central. And that's where they were selling pizza there. They were selling water there. Um that's where like where you can get information and all that stuff. And then like off to the back was there was vendors selling things. There were people giving away like information. Um, like Equality PA was there and they were they were I volunteered for them. They were doing um postcards to send to your congress persons, you know, to help get HB three oh four passed. Which no, is, what, no what bill's that? Um the LG that's the the equal rights. How is that not let me look it up. But how is that not like already? I don't know. Like how was gay marriage legalized, but like it's like 
I think a lot. See, How is, is there still like these just old school discrimination things that they just haven't like gotten? Yeah, to I, think, I think stuff just sits on the books, man. You know, like, and I don't think anybody, you know, unless unless someone you know takes action and goes through years of the process of getting it changed, it just it just doesn't change. So, so in Wilkesbury, if you come out as in the city of in like the whatever mm-hmm. the boundary is, if you come out as gay, you can get fired. You can get fired. And it's there's no recourse there's for the person who's gotten legally. fired. There's no anti discrimination laws. I mean, it was like in the past when you could have been if you were black, you know, if you're a person of color, you know. That just doesn't make sense to me. That's so weird. And that's and it's still, so it's, it's so, still that way across the country. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there, there's Is that like see, but I, I I'm okay. Just so you know, mm-hmm. I'm the ignoramus. That's all right. And usually it helps because I, I come from like a layman's point of view, so I can be a little bit ignorant and just be like, hey, that to me seems like something that would be over like the flyover states and not here. It doesn't right. make it doesn't make sense yeah, to me exactly. that that's still a problem. Like New York, Boston, Massachusetts. Do they can is that do they have anti-discrimination laws up up in those major metropolitans or is that I've got to say I hope. <laughs> But I mean, the I fact that like we don't know, because because remember last week, somebody said, I'm like, why is it in Pittston? Right. And who who was on last week? I, I'm a psycho. I'm so sorry. Oh, Dennis was on. Um, He said because Pittston right. has anti-discrimination laws. And I was like, what? Really? Mm-hmm. And that kind of floored me. All right. Okay. Three, Bill 304 is actually the transgender health um, addendum. But is that for the whole community or is that for... Legislation to expand healthcare coverage for transgender individuals. Um, so basically covering um, gender... Um, what do they call it? We call it SRS, which is... there's We call it a couple of different things. But basically gender confirmation surgery, which is what you think it is. Um, but there's also a lot of other procedures. Is like, that this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is. Okay. Um, but there's other things, like there are so many other things, like trans women want to get what is called top surgery, where they want to get their, their you know, the breast tissue removed so that they have a flat chest so uh-huh. that when they, you know, to look more masculine. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different, um, obviously, bottom surgery. It's not, you know, everybody's like, oh, did you get the surgery? I hate that question. Uh, but it's like there's no one wait, wait. surgery. Did you get the procedure? You get the procedure? <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> Can we get away with that? Sure. Um, do you, Do you want to ask? Or? No, go ahead. I like how like you you moderate my insanity. <laughs> That's okay. You, you can say that. You you no, self you self moderate. I try to. So what's if if you don't mind me asking, like what's your story? Like what's your just so everybody can understand and okay. you know what I mean? Because I, I don't think that this is one of those issues where people are very versed well on it. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, and there's a lot of confusion and a lot of myth and a lot of, you know, we get hit with a lot of, cause I found Caitlyn Jenner to be very polarizing. It was either, it was either the, it was either yes, or that doesn't make any sense. Well, what was polarizing with Caitlyn was the, the fact that, you know, we, we we, are, we we believe her, we support her, whatever. But there was a lot of people who didn't. They thought, oh, this is just a publicity stunt. She's one of those Kardashians. She's yeah. trying to get information for her show. And I'm just like, that is patently ridiculous. Like, who would put themselves? Why would that you exactly for pu- 
publicity. You yeah, know what I, I mean? mean she's, like, she's unless just, you really felt that way, well, we why had, would you do that? Can I be an ignorant asshole for a second? I had a discussion with this about this uh, about two weeks ago, and I might have fallen down on the on the side of if she wanted to mm-hmm. do that and and quit the TV show and quit everything and not do it. I think that that would be more courageous, and this could be this could be me being ignorant. Mm-hmm. If it was like I don't want to capitalize on this, I don't want to. I just want to be me. And because we all know that, you know, well, at least I think so, is that she can probably survive for the rest of her life without making a dollar. Yeah. To me, I was like, I, 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 it, it's, it's, it, it can I come off she, seeming disingenuous. Right. Right. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't she just disappear? And she did disappear for a month. But I think at the same time, she must have been talking to a therapist or something at some point and realized that there's a lot of people who are hurting and there's a lot of people who need help. And I think a part of her is like, you know, I want to give back. I mean, she's 64 years old. Why, you know, this is like, she looks good. Yeah. Well, plastic surgery, (laughs) you know, if I had money, I would look fantastic, but (laughs) it's like, you know, I mean, at, at that age, like who, who, who foresees themselves at 64 wanting to go through all this just to get attention for themselves. It's like, why? Well, I mean, let's, can 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 I mean I my dad you? was like sixty four when he died, and now he's and now like th- like that's a that's a that's a big decision to make at that age. It's a big decision to make at any age. Mm-hmm. But it, but the other thing is, is it a decision, um, or is it a need, or is it no, like it's a need? It's yeah. a need. Yeah. Okay. I where, mean, where did you grow up? Um. Uh, and anything I ask that you don't want to answer, you can tell me to go fuck myself. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I'm uh, born in Pittsburgh. In in Pittsburgh, uh, raised to... On the Monongahela. Exactly. Yeah. Um, to 11, uh, we moved to Hazleton in 1990. I was 11 years old. Um, oh, my God. Hazleton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was... Yeah. There's a reason I didn't come out until I was 30-something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're not Latino. <laughs> even, uh, even when I go to visit my parents, it's like, I can't wait to leave. <laughs> Is that town really kind of like back ass words a little bit? It's scary. I mean, but is it the people or is it like, is it like something that like, you know, a certain mayor just, he just kind of uh, perpetuated this sort of un- hate? I'm, I'm going to have to say no. I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> I really don't know. It's, it's, um, I put it like this in Wilkes-Barre, the headlines are attempted stabbing in Hazleton. The headlines are stabbing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say Wilkesburg twice? I meant Hazleton. No, I think you said Hazleton, right? Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, that's like, I mean, there's so many people that like people like, like home invasions where elderly people are beaten up, um, having their house robbed. Uh, there's a couple of different stories of, of, you know, they, they found, I can't remember his name, but they found him in an alleyway bleeding and like half, half conscious. And it was like, you know, no one knows the real story, but it seems like if this is the kind of stuff that's happening in broad daylight, yeah, I don't really want to be there. So, so how long did you live in in Hazleton? Twenty years. From so what to like thirty one? Yeah. And then what? I mean, what was life like for you for that twenty years? I mean, that had to have been um angry. You were angry a lot. Yeah. About um. See, it's hard to define. 
because there was a lot of situations where I just, I didn't fit in. I didn't really know what was going on. Like, um, my girlfriend in high school at the time, she came out as lesbian. So as a show of support, I would go with her to like gay bars. Like there was one up here in Scranton. I can't remember the name of it anymore. Oh, uh, I used to go there. (laughs) I'm not gay, but. Well, yeah, this, I mean. It was fun. (laughs) That's, and that's how I viewed myself was I'm not gay, but I enjoyed going there. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, event every now and then I would like meet someone who I thought he's kind of attractive. Right. I think I could probably go out with him. And so it, it and, and it was like even to the point where like, you know, I've had as many men as women now. Okay. And I prefer women. So I do, def- I do consider myself a lesbian, but at the time it was, it was, it was awkward it was always awkward. Every time I'd try to date a girl or be with a girl, it was always like, this feels weird. And this is in the 90s, right? Yeah. Okay. Like 96, 97, 98. Um, meanwhile, I mean, I'm talking about when I was nine years old, I remember reading uh, the Weekly World News or some tabloid where they were talking about uh, Christine Jorgensen, the the GI who becomes a blonde bombshell. This is 1950. Wait, why do I know that? Um, well, I don't know Christy Jorgensen. Do you remember? Do you remember the movie Ed Wood? Yes. That's yeah. When when he he did her story, which ended up. Oh, okay, okay. He, he butchered okay. it so badly. He ended up making it about himself, and it was called Glenn or Glenda. Yes. But it was supposed to be about her. Okay. She's the first. Um, she went to Sweden, got got gender confirmation surgery, came back as a beautiful blonde woman. Was she the first? Not the first. But the the but the, it's the most debatable. publicized, right? Okay. Yeah, it's debatable who's the first, and it even goes back to like the eighteen hundreds. There was a there was a, a a doctor who it was a man. It was a very well known man who was designated female at birth. So, and part of that was, I'm sure, a lot of it was because she felt that way. But it was uh, there was a lot to it to the, the fact that she couldn't really get a job and be taken seriously as a woman. So that's why she did that he rather okay um but anyway so yeah there's only been like a handful throughout history and it actually goes way way back there was um some some roman caesar guy who put up a petition he said i will pay any amount you want if you can make me a woman every physician in the world you know traveled the world trying to find a physician that would do this i mean he's like the caesar he's the king yeah and you know he's the top of the pyramid (laughs) exactly yeah and you know, that this has been throughout history. There's so right. many times where it's like, this is, you know, this is not like some new phenomenon. This is, this has been around at least as long as homosexuality and at least as long as heterosexuality. Well, I think homosexuality has been around since the beginning of at least the first. Exactly. When the frog crawled out of the pond. I sure. <laughs> it was like. I mean, and you know, I mean, and people. Like, I mean, the oh. but the Romans were. I mean, oh, it yeah. was like men, women. We don't care. Oh yeah, Sodom and, and Gomorrah, right in the Bible. My buddy was in Iraq. I don't know if this is true, but he said um, the men over there say um, men are for pleasure and women are for babies. That's. I don't know if that's the way it works like in the probably. Arabic world, but he said that hmm. when he was there, that's what it seemed like. That probably that's probably accurate. Um. So, okay, so what was, so the 90s? So, um, 1988 or 89, I'm nine years old, I read this article, and I, I read about this man who becomes a woman. I mean, we don't say it like that. We say, because we are always a woman, he's just, you know. Right. 
not he's becoming his authentic self which sure um blew my mind completely i was like you can do that you can be a woman and it was like you know and i just remember sitting there thinking like all my friends like, like this is in hindsight but it was like you know i'm thinking like like friends want to be like astronaut fireman doctor lawyer i'm like i want to be a woman when i grow up <laughs> <laughs> it's like and then i realized how how weird that is and i kind of kept that on the down low i was like let's not mention this in public but i mean was that did you know even from before that article that you were i mean there were i hits. mean at that age you really can't pinpoint what it is it wasn't until puberty when i when i hit puberty and i'm sitting there in health class and we're you know the the coach comes in he's like all right uh boys you know what happens to you women you know what happens to you is this health like, class? This was his speech, you know? This is, <laughs> this is sex education. I was like, oh my God. John Oliver just did something on that. Did you see that? I didn't see it yet. Oh, it's good. And uh, he's like, you're going to get hair in weird places. And uh, yeah, I'm done talking about this because it's awkward. And it was like, wow, that was some education we got there, Coach McGurk. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like and this is like AOL nice 1.5, right? Yeah, <laughs> AOL. It's like it's like Netscape. Is, like you, you can't really look up on the is, internet like what it means. Pre www. Okay, oh, <laughs> like wow. the internet existed, but there was no World Wide Web. There it was, was no, only for like uh, the NSA yeah. and Al, Al Gore hadn't come along yet. Right. <laughs> um, so when puberty hits, because I'm because I'm just I I, I want I want one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on is is mm -hmm. so that I can walk away More without with 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 less very very less questions mm -hmm. you know no and not being without being rude or ignorant invasive yeah right um so i'm sitting there and it's in health class and i'm looking through the book and i'm reading about all the things women go through they get breasts they get their period they get you know they wider hips they get you know all these different things that was happening to them and i'm looking at what happens to guys and i'm like Gross, gross. Hair on the back, gross. Hair on your chest, no. Yeah. <laughs> Facial hair, no. <laughs> I agree with all those. <laughs> and it was like, and then they go bald, and then this happens, and I'm like, no, I don't want any of this to happen. I don't. This was like horrifying, right? You know, and and like by the time I was 16 years old, I was like, like I, and I still feel awkward about the fact that I was like cross dressing and, you know, borrowing my girlfriend's clothes and stuff like that. But were you doing that privately or publicly? Privately. Okay. Very privately. Yeah. I would like late at night. Like, was she cool? She was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for her, it was like a kink. Women, women are so cool. They don't care. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, babe, put these on this yeah. hot, you know? Um, <laughs> I love women. I love being a woman. It's... <laughs> It's incredibly freeing. Yeah. I mean, that's that's part of it. It's like, it's just incredibly freeing. Like, we'll get to that. Okay. But so anyway, yeah, I'm reading, like I was 16 years old and I'm shaving and I'm like, damn, I got to do this again tomorrow. Yeah. And the day after, and, and it hurts, it hurts every time. Right. It's like, it's agitating. I'm like cutting myself. I'm bleeding. Right. I'm like, and I spent years like like trying single razors, old school blades, like the switchblade thing with the, you know, that your grandfather used with that big leather, you know? Yeah. And like... The Old West Barber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Doc Holliday, you know. Oh, you're Huckleberry. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> and uh, like tried everything. It was like short of just like napalming it off my face because it was like, it sunk into me. It's never going away. Right. I can't stop this. Sure. 
And I just, you know, I just remember hearing from other people who were in cosmetology at the time who were saying things like, oh yeah, you can, you can get that lasered off. And I was like, you can get that lasered off. And, you know, like I, I would always hear stories. I would like, I'd be watching Geraldo or um, Jerry Springer, especially. Right. And it's like, my man's actually a woman or whatever. And it's like, I was always like, I'm really interested in this. As weird as yeah, but it at was. the same time, like those guys, it was very exploitive. Mm -hmm. Well, exactly. You know what I mean? But that was all the exposure we had. Right. You know, there was no internet really. There was no, there was no web at the time. There was no. You couldn't just go on Ask Reddit. You couldn't do right. anything like that. So you were kind of limited to the Weekly World News, um, Jim Carrey, Pet Detective. <laughs> you know, the Crying Game. Uh, right. Silent. Remember that? That was like the big. That was huge. Yeah. The Crying Game, it wasn't even that good of a movie. No. And there was like so many parodies of it. So many parodies yes. of it. Yes. And it was like, that was all that was for a couple of years was like, I kissed a, a woman with a penis. And it's like, oh God. And that killed me every time. It was like, wow, that is not cool. Right. Um, But I laughed. I laughed because if I didn't laugh, it was going to look weird to everyone else. Sure. Like, ha ha, that's really weird, isn't it? Ha ha ha. <laughs> and, uh. So that was, it, it was, that wasn't easy because it was like, you're constantly trying to like, you know, like, are you, uh, do you think you're gay or do you think you're bi? And it's like, I'm straight as they come, you know, um, you know, not me. I'm not one of those weirdos. And it's like, be, meanwhile, like, you know, it's four o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting there putting on a dress going like, I, why I'm crying? Like, why can't I wear this? Why can't I be, why isn't this okay? You know? Um, so I mean, was high school just like a fucking nightmare or was it? Well, high school was a nightmare for a variety of reasons. Um, but like I was well known, but I wasn't popular. Right. Like, like it was so weird. Like you watch like all these like Brat Pack movies and stuff where it's yeah. like the jocks, the nerds, the, this, I was, I was a spaz. I was absolutely a spaz. Oh, you were what's her face? Uh, Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was a cross between, um, what's, what was the blonde kid's name? Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah, I was like a cross between him and Ali Sheedy. Like I was I was totally like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of this. Right. I just want to get out of this, you know. Sure. I mean, I I spent most of my high school years learning to play guitar because I worshipped Kurt Cobain. That guy would get on stage and address and just and he would say he said so many times, I wish I was gay just to piss off homophobes. And I was like, Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I want to do it. And I was like, I'm gonna be like, and I, you know, like this, it all goes back to childhood. Like I remember watching Cindy Lauper with her crazy punk hair. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to, I want to dress like her. I want to look like her. She's so amazing. She does whatever she wants and nobody gives her shit about it. So I was like, I'm going to be a punk rocker. I'm going to, and, and, I, and I did it. You know, I, I got to go on stage wearing a dress and people are like, what, what's up with that? And I'm like, fuck off if you don't like it. You know, how old, how old was that? 17, 18. So you're like getting out of, getting out of high school. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where was where was the show at? Freeland. <laughs> really? <laughs> Freeland um basement shows in Hazleton. Uh we never So was this like 97 98? Yeah. Okay. 98 99. Um What year did you graduate? 97. Okay, so you might be we're probably the same age. Okay. 36. I'm 35. Okay. I just had a birthday in June, so. July. There we go. All right. <laughs> we're for, are you a Cancer? Gemini. Oh, sorry. Thought we were, I thought we were close. <laughs> I thought we had something. What happened? <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going to be crusty. So, so like I said, you know, all through high school, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 
realizing what, what, what boys go through as they turn into men and I'm realizing what girls go through as they turn into women. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I got ripped off. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm cheated here. Like everything that guys get is horrible. And like, you know, and I, I kind of made that connect. Like, that's not normal for guys. Like, dudes like want to have broad shoulders. They want right. to have big muscles. They want to look bulky. They want to have hair. Like, like no shave November. Fuck that. <laughs> I was not involved, and I hate guys with hair. I, it's, it's. I'm like a surfboard man. I don't that, that. I just. I think. I think puberty just like stopped at some point <laughs> with me. Like I can't like. It'll take me about like a week and a half to have like remember that remember the one kid in high school who had like the peach fuzz mustache oh, yeah like a week and a half it takes me to get that <laughs> my girlfriend's like you have not you're, you're you're like a boy it's amazing I had a mustache by the time I was like fourteen oh yeah I'm still trying I'm Italiano I got you know the jeans <laughs> I can't I can't resist you can't and then so so you get so what so what happens when you get out of high school do you go to college yes where'd you go. To McCann School of Business. Locally? In Pottsville. Okay. And what'd you go for? Computer science. Because it was the only thing that I could think of that I I wanted to, I didn't want to do anything with my life. You know, I was you didn't want to I, do anything with I your was, life. Because I wanted to kill myself for most of it. Is that is that how bad it was? It was that bad. Well, yeah. Can you can you put me, put I was, me in uh, the mindset of like what I was depressed, I was miserable, I was lonely, I didn't understand myself, I didn't I had the brain, my brain on testosterone does not operate correctly. Things happen and I fly off the handle and it's like, fuck this, and I break shit and it's like, it's not cool. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm every like new metal band rolled into one on a bad day. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to break things. And it's like, <laughs> like, fuck yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, but so it was, it was horrible. I mean, and were you living, were you living at home? With my parents. With your parents? Yeah. Because- and- girls didn't want to touch me guys yeah but i mean did, did, did they have i mean were they there or were they my parents they not know what to do or according to my mom she just loved me she didn't know what to do with me so she just you know live here as long as you want she doesn't care uh like like apparently my and she would tell me constantly like your uncle stayed with his mom with our mom until she was like you know 20 whatever and then she didn't, he didn't marry, he didn't meet uh, my aunts until he was like in his thirties. And like now they're, they're happy. They've got, they've been, they've been married since like the seventies or whatever. Um, so she just kind of assumed that's what was going to happen with me. She figured, you know, this, this anger was some kind of just weird emotional issue. And I mean, like it got to the point where like in my mid twenties, I'm going to see therapists. I'm going to see doctors to get pills for depression. Like I, I moved all the way to Seattle for like three or four months before Jesus, it's fucking miserable there yeah <laughs> it, it actually you know it, like we doesn't think, it rain like every day well i was just gonna get to that like it's as much as it rains there it's pretty much it rains the same here no shit yeah it's pretty it's about the same okay i think it rains more here actually get the f- really all of june most of july that's right what's what's on the forecast this week I don't know. I don't look at it. I think it's for the blue hairs. <laughs> Have you been outside today? <laughs> not really. It, yeah, it looks miserable and gray every day here. So it's like really not that different. So like where you're, but where's like your mom and, 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 and dad, were they like, cause I know, you know, I put my parents through hell for mm-hmm. different reasons. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people, um, like my mom's a teacher. So she sees a lot of kids like going through hell mm-hmm. and there's always different reasons, but like she can tell like she's like, something's up. Yeah. I mean, was your, were your parents, 
I mean, was there, did they ever like, we should talk with my dad. He Is he had, one of those guys? He got diabetes in like 93 or 94 and that affected him. Like he was in denial about it. Yeah. He was angry about it. He sure. was very bitter. I mean, you know, when we were kids, he was taking us up to like the park to ride bikes and stuff. You know, like the, I, I remember the day he taught us how to ride bikes. He would take us out. We'd fly kites. We'd do like all kinds of cool things together. You know, like I remember like when Terminator 2 came out, I didn't even know. I remember. I didn't even know. And he's just like, hey, let's go. And I'm like, where are we going? And he didn't, he didn't even tell me. We, to the we, future. All of a sudden we're, we're in a movie theater watching Terminator 2. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, what, th- 13 years old? Like, yeah. you know, just barely old enough to get in to see that movie. And um, so, but he was, he was always cool up until he got diabetes. And then he just turned into very disconnected, um, very upset at the world, very angry, um, lost a job for a while. That that made him moody and 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 depressed. So it was like, and you couldn't really talk to him without getting into an argument. Everything was always, always like, you know. I remember one time, um, I had to get the car inspected. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, you got to get that inspected." I'm like, "It's not due until the end of the month." And he's like, "You got to get it inspected." I'm like, "I know." He's like, "Well, where's the paperwork?" I'm like, "It's in the glove box." And he's like, "Is it is it everything up to date?" Blah blah blah. I'm like. He's like, you got to get that inspected. I'm like, I know. And he's like, you got to inspect it now. I'm like, it can wait. And he's like, just, it just, it, and he, and he flew off the handle. Or? Everything. I made dinner. Well, I'm not hungry. Well, you've got to eat it because I made it. And it's like, <gasps> that's that a whole, that, but that's a whole set of, you know, turmoil. It was everything. Yeah, over that. And so, you know, my dad and I would clash constantly, and he would take it out on my sister. Like never. It Do was you have a younger sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's uh two years, three years younger than I am. So, I mean, I mean, would you take it out because you can, you can, you were old enough to like, if you wanted to leave for a little bit since I was, he, no, it was, yeah. I mean, he was physically abusive for a while and, uh, like, and, and it's weird because I never really considered myself a victim of right. that. I never really, I, I still, I feel weird like saying like, Oh, I was physically abused, but yeah, he, you know, just, slap me hit me you know whatever until I was old enough to like put up my hands and then defend myself and that pissed him off even more yeah you know he'd be throwing punches and I'd be like blocking them like I was karate kid or something you know (laughs) and I'm just like wax on like yo you're not gonna hit me today wax off you know and that would just piss him off more and because he can't be he can't take out exactly his anger yeah so um and then, and then like the one day he, he pushed me and I pushed back, you know, like, like not like, like, Oh, I, no, like, like he physically pushed me and I just went and I pushed him back and I realized I was about an inch taller than him. Yeah. And it stopped. It's a whole different, it's a whole different animal now. Yeah. Okay. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how, how did, how did things, uh, seem to slowly get better for you? Um, well, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Um, Let's keep going on this journey of understanding. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. So anyway, um, yeah. So um, through the early 2000s, I went to McCann's School of Business, got a, an associate's degree in computer science. And by the time I was done, like, like I should have gotten my bachelor's, but I was done. I was like, no more. 
school is not for me. This is this isn't right. even what I want to do. Right. This like I wanted I was I wanted to be involved in arts and media. I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to write about things. I wanted right. to like get out there and experience life. And and you know I wanted to shoot videos. I wanted to do like all kinds of studio production and 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 just be like we had our create. I've exactly. I just yeah. wanted, you know like I was I was into art. I was into painting. I was into photography. I was into everything. And it was like sitting in an office by myself coding all day did not, uh, you know, there's a creative element to it. Don't get me wrong. There's, a there's very, also like a redundancy to... But there's, yeah, it's a very redundancy. And I ended up just doing, um, working at this one company, which I remember nameless, for eight years, just doing like database work, just like oh. literally just clicking, dragging, filling in numbers, scanning documents for numbers, filling them in, like, you know, like, like basically a living robot, just... And, you know, in a little room yeah, by like myself. You're like an automaton. Yeah. You know, Jesus. just pop the disc in, import the database, make sure it's all in order, like, physic- like, like physically going through line by line, making sure all the numbers are in order and stuff like that. It's like, if I was just a little smarter, I would have written a script for it, but <laughs> I didn't like coding, so <laughs> I never made it that far. And I just kind of just was sitting there biding my time. Like, meanwhile, the whole time in my head, I was thinking... Gosh, I would love to look like like I I, I liked Daria, I liked Christina Ricci, I liked um, Janine Garofalo. Like these were my heroes growing up. Right. You know, like it was Kurt Cobain, and then just woman after woman was my hero. It was, uh, there's like maybe two or three men who I looked up to, and you know, because there was like, it was like, they were always like muscle bound or they're into cars or they're into sports. They're just all, they're just into everything that I'm not into. So it was like, there was nothing for me to relate to. You know, I was into like Motley Crue a little bit. I was into like Guns N' Roses, but I didn't like Alex Holt, who does? <laughs> Still. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I was into like all these grunge rockers and these punk rockers who just did not give a shit about anything. And I was like, that's how I feel about everything. I don't, I literally do not give a shit about anything, even my own life. So I would get into... That's dangerous. I would I would get into, like, I started uh, riding my bike a lot more. And I, I thought nothing of getting right out into traffic, you know, just riding up. You know, like, I would obey the laws and I would ride smart, but I wouldn't wear a helmet. I wouldn't... I, I started riding motorcycle. And as soon as you need, like, two years and then you can... Uh, it's either two or one year, I can't remember, but... And then you don't need to wear a helmet. Well, that was gone as soon as that was no longer a requirement. Yeah, but I mean, you were doing these things while consciously aware that they were probably unsafe things. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I came... I couldn't, you know, like, I came really close to wanting to kill myself, but I just couldn't do it. I, I just... It was... Um, you know, I, I had a bottle of pills the one night, and I was just like, all I have to do is eat these. You know, just down a bottle of whiskey, down these things. Good night. You know, and I just, just couldn't do it. And you know, there's a couple times where I'm standing on the edge, looking down, like I could just jump, and all my problems are over. And I just couldn't do it. I was like, so it because it, it was because of the database entry, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there was it was just so much um, inner turmoil and confusion and anger at the world. It was like everything was constantly live or die. I was I was. T- slowly turning into my father which no one wants which no one wants right and um so that and that 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 bothered me to the point like i'm blaming everyone else for everything why didn't i finish school because i didn't like mccann's why didn't i get a better job because uh, all the good jobs are in philly and i don't like philly right because robots get killed there apparently 
Exactly. You know? Well, hitchhiking robots. Uh, well, just, okay. Let's clarify. Just the hitchhiking robots. I don't even think it had its visa, so. That's, that's a good question. Was it here legally? Oh, we better get Trump on that. Does Trump know, I was just going to say, does Trump know about this? Damn. I'll have my people that, get it. That robot deserved it. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> what a God loser. Bless. God bless Trump. That robot was a loser. <laughs> so what did you, I mean, did you, so, I mean, basically you're living in fucking abject misery mm-hmm. and, and you're fully conscious of it and you're fully aware of it. Do you know, but did you know why? No. So, nope. so do I you, just knew that I had this because I was so ashamed of it. I right. thought it was just like a perversion or a fetish. It was like just something I did to get off. Like, you know, I'd, I'd get together with um, a friend of mine, you know, a male friend and get dressed up and then we'd screw. And it was like, you know, to me, it felt good to do that. To him, it was like, whatever. Like, he just moves on to the next guy at the club. If this is what I got to do to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, and it's, I mean, it's funny how, like... Men are the worst. Like, he didn't even... And he didn't even really consider himself gay either. That's the that's the worst part. What did... But, but, mm? I don't know. What, I don't know. I think it's just something horny young boys do. They, I don't think you can work for AT&T and Verizon at the same time. <laughs> just saying. I don't think that would be a conflict of interest. Well, you you can. You just can't deny it. (laughs) You you kind of have to own up to it. Yeah, I'm doing it. All right. It's like if you're going to have sex with men and women, it's like, well, that makes you bi. So yeah, at the very least. Yeah. That's that. You can't say I'm not gay and then, you know, play hide the sausage with your best friend. You can't. No, (laughs) ever. But who stole the quiche? Who stole the quiche? Sorry. (laughs) I do that. Um, yeah, Northeast PA. Um, so there, I was. Yeah, I was just and you're going, still living around here, Wilkes-Barre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, I by the time I was 19 or 20, um, I'm hanging out with my girlfriend who's a lesbian, and think you know, I'm, I said to her the one day, I think I'm gay, and she's like, "Well, yeah, because you sleep with men a lot." <laughs> <I was like>, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm I think ready I like to- cheese. I was like, I'm you do ready- eat a lot of cheese. Do you eat cheese? Yeah. You must be like a- <laughs> You must be a cheese fan. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of like, okay, then I'm gay now. But I wasn't. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't, I could kind of, there was a couple of guys who I was like, ooh, we could be in a relationship together. Not really. Yeah, but I mean, did you expect like you had to like shout it from the rooftops or no. is it just kind of like, you know- I, 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 don't, I don't want to make it seem minimal, but it's like, you I, know what, today I like, I, I'm a vegan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's a little life changing, but it's really not like that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I wasn't walking down Main Street with a rainbow flag at that point. It right. was just like, hey, I like to sleep with guys every now and then, but I'm attracted to women. So it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm bi. Well, now you're just selfish. I Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Why not, right? So you so going through the, going through the 20s. Right. This yeah. So what? So was this job what twenty one to like twenty nine or? Mm, yeah. And then what? Well, was it was it was like two thousand three to two thousand nine. So what was your like epiphanal so, moment where you're like, I am fucking done with this. Getting there. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that we're not missing plot points. I just want to. No, let's see. I'm trying to like cover all the bases. Good. Um. So, like I said, and then when I, when I you know that being gay lasted for like a month. 
And then Wait, I, what, do you, what do you mean it lasted? It was like, I don't think I'm really gay. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so like the best girlfriend in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, like, it was, like I said, it was just very confusing because yeah. I, I'm, I'll get to it. Anyway, so, but there was one time where I told her, I think I'm like, I think I've got the the soul of a woman trapped in a man. And it's funny that, that when he was still Bruce Jenner, when he said that, like, I was like, that's, you know, like, I don't really believe in souls and stuff like that now, but I was like, that's exact. Those are the exact words I used. And, um, she's like, nope, no, you're not. <laughs> really? It was like, she went along with it and, you know, like I, I, I dressed up in her clothes. We went to a party and, you know, it was like, it ended up being like an orgy cause it was the nineties and that's what people did. And, uh, <laughs> I also did it in Roman times. So don't miss the nineties so much. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was like, watch queer as fuck. That's pretty much what my life was. Back then. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So it was like, yeah, we'll go along with this. And just see how long it lasts. And by the next morning, I was like, I wake up and I'm like, you know, you've got like the post morning, you've been drinking all night, you got like a hangover, you wake up and you're like, what the fuck did I do last night? And I look down and I'm like, what am I wearing? I'm going to get the hell out of here. This is weird. <laughs> I'm like, nobody can know about this weird thing that I do. So I denied Sober. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I denied it. I just, you know, I was like, I'm going to college. I'm getting a real job. I'm I'm done with all this weirdness. I'm gonna move to Philly. I'm, I'm I wanted to move back to Pittsburgh. Fuck Philly. I wanted to move back to Pittsburgh. Um, you know, anywhere but Philly. And because all my friends were going east, and I'm like, I've been there. Yeah. There's nothing there really. Um, meanwhile, they're saying there's nothing in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, there's a lot of great stuff in Pittsburgh. Whatever. I yeah, love Pittsburgh. Huh? I love Pittsburgh. It's great. It's they have like, like music. They Permanies. Permanies. Yep. Just ever, saying, we're getting one here. You ever been to the Oyster House? No. Oh, you have to. Oysters don't really like my gastrointestinal system. Mm, these are breaded. They're like cakes. Oh, really? They're fantastic. I'm down to try anything. So it's right, it's right in the in the main square or whatever they call it. Uh, anyway, so fast forward, you know, years and years of repressing this. It's been almost a decade. I mean, you got to be miserable every day. I was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wore black every day. Wore the same t-shirt, same pants. I have like cocky pants. They started out cocky. By the time I threw them away, they were like dirt brown because you know you just you can only wash them so many times. Right. Um, before frayed khaki they, before they freed to nothing. <laughs> yeah. That was my uniform. That was my human uniform because I did not feel human at that point. I was like, I'm I'm a nobody. I'm just waiting to die here. You know, I was literally just like going to work and then coming home and then going to work and then coming home. I was like just waiting for this to be over, for some miracle to happen, like hit the lottery or somebody, you know, just, just one day I'm going to get an email from someone. And it's going to change my whole world. And it's like, well, that never happened. So eventually I ended up getting laid off from that job because I just did not give a shit about that job anymore. Um, it's not like you were heartbroken. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like a week before Thanksgiving. They're like, um, "Don't come in tomorrow," and I was like, "No problem." <laughs> Tell you what, I won't come in the day after that either. <laughs> we'll we'll call you if you need you. And I'm like, you know what? Don't call me. I'm good. I'm good. All right. So you get laid off before Turkey Day, and that was five years ago. Then moved to Seattle, moved back. Um, now, what was your impetus to move to Seattle? 
to get the hell away from here. Just well, that's basically the furthest you can go. Yeah. Besides Alaska or Japan, I I figured it was either there or San Francisco, and like subconsciously because there's a huge gay scene there, so I figured I'll fit San right Fran. in. San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Well, Seattle has one too. Like the whole Capitol Hill region is like that's the gay. Program. Yeah, but it's like that. That's like nowhere near San Fran, though, right? I mean, San Fran not would be the like level. the gay mecca of oh, yeah. the United States. Yeah, it's not on the same level, but I like Seattle. And there's computer jobs there, and Nintendo's there, and Microsoft is there. And oh, Steam shit, that's right, Nintendo is? Okay. Like, all these different companies. I was like, I'm, I'm sure to get a job in no time. I'm sure to be, like, you know, fabulously wealthy and, and you know, pulling down 100 grand, no problem. And I was washing dishes for $10 an hour, because that's minimum wage. <laughs> in Seattle. Yeah. Listen up, Scranton. <laughs> and no income tax oh really everything's take home yeah wow sales tax is like 10 percent, but yeah well they're gonna get you somewhere <laughs> yeah it's either 10 percent or one i can't remember but it's 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 what would what we 0.6 uh yeah. six percent yeah six percent yeah. uh new york's eight mm-hmm. i like how we're talking about these issues and then moving on to sales tax <laughs> <laughs> so it's all related so seattle didn't pan out didn't pan out um moved back and kind of just loafed around until i got a job working with jason percival for those who know at nepa geeks in mountaintop and it was like it was right at a time where i was kind of like i'm gonna turn my life around i'm gonna start thinking positive i'm gonna like put you know put positive vibes like i just turned 30 or whatever i can't even remember it it was like three years ago that was my worst birthday 32 33 okay and I was like, you know, I'm going to turn my life around. I've got, I've, I've got a car again. Finally, I've got, you know, like I can, I can do this. Like, I just need a job. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to just, I'm going to move out of my parents' house because I can't stand living with my dad anymore. Um, couldn't stand living with my mom anymore. She couldn't stand having me around all the time because at the same time, well, that they, they, that's personal stuff. But anyway, um, so things started to turn around. You know, I started like just working hard, fixing cell phones, fixing computers, doing all that stuff, um, just learning as much as I can and and putting it into effect. And eventually, I was I had enough that I was able to move to Wilkes-Barre by myself because I was I tried living with roommates and that didn't work. Never works. Well. No, that was horrible. Uh, we're best friends now, but at the time, <laughs> isn't it weird how when you live with people, you can't stand them, Couldn't and when you're away, them. you're like, hey. Should stop by more often. Hey, what are you doing? Come on over. I mean, don't stay the night, but you can stop oh, yeah. by. We're not having a sleepover. Look, I've seen what you do in your room. <laughs> don't do that here. Yeah, grilled cheeses need to be thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's 2014, and oh, this is all like this. Re- oh yeah. God. Okay. All right. Cool. It's a long story. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm just, I'm just. This is awesome. I, I mean, love every moment. I mean, of this it. is 35 years being compressed into what in an hour and a half we'll figure it we'll figure out a way to make it longer (laughs) (laughs) so um i remember like like a i'm like i said i'm always keeping up on these transgender issues i'm always keeping up with with what's going on in 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 the gay news and and the lesbian world and all that and just i'm always interested in this stuff and like i even got called out for this because now like i I, i'm such a big supporter people are like where were you 20 years ago and i'm like i couldn't I couldn't post this stuff. People would right. know. People well, would question me. They'd ask. They'd be like, "You're not." It's, it's funny how, like, before it was like, "You're not. You're not. A, you're not a guy. You're you're not manly enough to be a real man." And now it's like, "You're not a real woman." It's like, "Fuck you." You can't win. <laughs> I can't win. 
And so, yeah, it was like, I don't like sports and, and I don't t- tolerate pain very well. So I'm not like a manly man. But meanwhile, it's like, neither well, do I, you know, your DNA <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't uh, female. So that means you're not female. And it's like, anyway, <laughs> I just love the fact that none of us just talked for that. I, yeah. <laughs> because there's like nothing, there's like no witty comeback to that. So what, so then, so 2014, mm-hmm. Job's going good. I'm like, I'm, like I said, I was reading articles about like Laura Jane Grace from Against Me. See, because I didn't even know, I never even heard the term LG, L, LGBT. Mm-hmm. And then they, had, and then somewhere in there, I didn't hear that till like 2013. And then like 2014, they added a Q. Queer. Which I never mm-hmm. heard. I, I heard Q is questioning. That's what I was told. It's, it's, it's like LGBTQA. Yeah. There's, now it's like a there's, lot. There's A for a gender and then there's A for asexual. And, yeah, I never know which one to use it's a lot of times. I'm like, oh, I don't want to leave anybody out. And at the same time, it's like most people know LGBT, you know, like just I think. Uh, well, maybe you're just uh, talking in general terms. That encompasses. The community is pretty yeah. much. I mean, let's put it this way. If people can't get along over like iPhone versus Android, <laughs> you're <laughs> right. asking for a whole mess of trouble. If you start trying to figure out what exactly all the letters in the alphabet yeah. mean yeah, yeah, yeah. in that sentence. So. Um, but when you move back, so you had an epiphanal moment where you're like, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm actually going to give a damn. Yeah. The, but that had nothing I to started, do with anything. That was, that was, was just, I need to get my life together. Right. Cause, oh, right. I left out the part where I tried to join the Navy <laughs> because I was like, they're going to make a man out of me. These guys are going to, you know, wait, t- what year was this? 2012. You were going to join the Navy at, at, at 32? 32. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Wait, because you because you still wanted, you still didn't think. I needed any way to get the hell out of here. Yeah, but I mean, when you say make a man out of me. Yeah. Like. like I didn't feel like an adult. I wasn't an okay. adult. Okay. I felt like I was still 16 years old. All right. That's fair. No, you I know. felt like that till I was uh, last week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you want to be to grow up? I have no freaking clue. Yeah. You know. What do you want to do? I don't like, want to grow up. Never mind. Exactly. Be something when I yeah, grow up. Yeah, I don't want to. Wait, growing up? Like like office space? That was my that was my jam because it's like, I don't want to do anything. And I'm like, I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I did nothing today and it was everything I hoped it would be. And I'm like, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it really is. I don't, I don't, I, I can't explain how awesome nothing <laughs> is. Just so the world knows. So from my point of view. Well, yes, but. You're going to join the fucking Navy. Yeah. And that didn't work out. I realized that the youngest brother of one of my ex-girlfriends was joining at the same time I was. And I remember this kid when he was like, you know, a snot-nosed little brat. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? What? I'm going to be in the same damn environment class shitty the same boot camp at the same time as like my girlfriend's youngest brother and she's already got a kid and blah i'm like i was like man this isn't gonna work what really turned it around for me was um these the gi joe gung-ho types who are like come get some and like yeah we're gonna go into iraq we're gonna stomp ass we're gonna like kick kick ass and take names and, and blah 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 and it was like that's not me you know that was never me i was like i'm now you know I I get grossed out watching football. Come on, travel the world. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's what I wanted. I wanted to travel the world, and they, you know, we, I went through the whole ASFAB, all the tests and all that, everything. I get down to the point where you're supposed to pick your job, 
and it's like, all right. It was like the part in the jerk where he's like, you get to choose the prizes from everything on this shelf between here and here. And it's like one item and it's like one really <laughs> shitty item. That That's your prize. And it was like, for me, it was like Corman, medical Corman. I'm like, what do they do? Well, they're like kind of like nurses. They kind of like, they go to Quantico or Oklahoma or whatever. And they, they do, you know, they like, you could be like a phlebotomist. You could do this or whatever. I'm like, so, so I'm going to be stateside for like eight years. Yeah. Oh. I was like, so I'm going to be like stuck in Oklahoma for eight years. Nobody wants that. Well, not Oklahoma specifically. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what about travel the world? What, where does this come in? Go to Australia, man. Italy. Where's the part where I get to see Japan? And where's the part where I get to go to like Germany? And, I, and Here's a map. <laughs> there it is. And, and meanwhile... I, I went there because, like I said, like, well, Rich knows me from when I was working for that other publication. And uh, I, uh, oh, I was, Reader's Digest. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I was, I was doing everything I could to springboard into like a real journalist job. And it was just not happening. You know, like I, I'd get a couple magazines and that'd be like a nice 300 bucks, you know, but it was not enough to live. Right. And I couldn't come up with ideas enough to keep doing that because I'm 30 something years old and video games just aren't that interesting to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, there's a new model of Princess Peach. Who cares about this for 500 words at, at 10 cents a word? Oh, fuck that. She sucked anyways. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, um, so anyway, you know, I thought I'd, I'd, they were like, oh yeah, you can become a journalist. And it's like, well, there's no journalist positions available. Like you can write for stars and stripes, but they're like not really accepting anything. And I don't think they're going to want to read anything about me sitting in a, in a barracks in Oklahoma, drawing people's blood. This um, is the Navy. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So I was like, I'm sorry guys, this is going to happen. And they're like, well, you're going. And I went. No, I, I'm not going. They're like, oh yeah, we'll 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 like go to your house and drag you out of the closet if we have to. And he's telling me like all these. They had me like in this little room, and there was like four of them just like, pacing back and forth. Like, like it was like I was in the bullpen. I was like, you know, Daniel in the lion's den shit here. I was Jesus. like, oh my god, these guys want to kick the shit out of me because I'm welching at the last minute. Because it was like I just had a couple of weeks to go or whatever, you know. Um, well, it, it 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 I had like a month after I passed until. That that date failed because there was like too many people going at the time because it was like the dot or um it was a uh, the depression so like everyone was joining the navy or the the military in some capacity because there was no jobs right um which I knew all too well uh so <clears throat> yeah it was like for like two and a half hours they just grilled me and grilled me and grilled me and it was like wow these guys don't know what no means no means no. <laughs> Because I took the oath. I signed the paper. I stood in front of the flag with my hand over my heart and said, I will serve and protect and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and but isn't that like, don't they look at that as like, you're too late? You're man. done. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not because they put me in delayed entry. And legally, like, I shouldn't even be saying any of this. <laughs> then don't. I don't, want, I don't want you to get in trouble. Okay. So, okay. So you, you don't have to go to the Navy. Right. <laughs> the moral of the story you we'll don't just have to jump go to cut. Navy. Things happened. Yep. I didn't have to join the Navy. So, okay. So then what after that? Um, so that was like, what, 2012, you said? Yeah. Okay. I was bored. It was, I was working in, in, a, in a kitchen washing dishes for like $3 an hour Get it under the table. 
like 12 hours a week because it was all I could do. I'd pretty much expended all of my options. Um, and one day I was like, I'm getting fat because I was like almost 180 pounds. I was like, oh my God, I, I wish. <laughs> well, I'm down. I was down. From, I'm down from over 200. So I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but any, yeah, so I was like, man, I'm getting Bitch. really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I need to find some way to get in shape and get rid of this weight. And like, I tried rollerblading. No. And I fell. And I'm like, you know what? It's not the 90s anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> and this You're hurts. Not, the Pacific it. Ocean. The Pacific Done. Ocean is. <laughs> so I went and I I fished my bike out of the garage. And I'm like, I'm gonna do this. And I, yeah. and I just rode for like 20, 30 miles. And I was like, I could do this because it was like 3,000 calories burned in that you know. Two or two to three hours span, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing this. This is great. I can eat whatever I want and just bike it right off." Yeah, uh, that doesn't work. So no. it's not not like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I was like, so exercising every day, working out, like helps keep you in a positive mood. It it, it really does. So the more I was in a positive mood, you're eating healthier too. Yeah, okay. yeah. The more I was eating healthier, I was exercising and. You know, just the motivation to go like up and down these hills because I, yeah, I go crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you have to be locked into a frame of mind where you're just like pushing yourself. Like, like you know, I think I can, I think I can, I right. think I can. And, and it was great for me too because I would like zen out and just like the universe would just flow through my mind and I'd be like all these different connections and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about life and I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about that. I'm like, what do I want to do? I don't know. And, you know, like I'd, I'd get to the end of this thought, this like line of thought, and it'd be like, wow, that was 40 miles. No shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, so I would just do that every day. I would just like zone out and just go for a ride. And um, that led into, you know, one day Jason Percival was on Twitter and he said, I need an assistant. And I like, I'm right here. And he's like, okay. So called me up. I got a job there. So, That's NEPA Geeks? Mm-hmm. Now, what do they do? Uh, computer repair, cell phone repair. Okay, where are they based at? Right now, well, because we just closed our mountain co- mountaintop location, so we're in Plains, Wilkes-Barre. It's it's across the street from Mohegan Sun, which is in the okay the three fifteen Dolphin Plaza. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you just go in there and walk down the hallway. We're in the back, and uh, so I I started doing that. Started turning my life around. Got enough money that I was able to to move to Wilkes-Barre. Got my own apartment. <clears throat> Everything's great. It's May going into June, June 6th, my birthday. I turned 35. Um, 2014. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm thinking I can do anything I want. I can do anything I want. You know, like I'm living in this apartment by myself. If I want to wear panties around the house. Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> Where'd that come from? And it was right. like... Hello, <laughs> you from the year 2000, the year 1990, the year whatever, is calling saying like, do you remember how you've been trying to get out of your parents' house so that you could do whatever you want to do with your life? Right. Do you remember all that? And I was like, yeah. Can I actually do that? <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, I know you're breaking it, but did you really have like that, in yeah. your, that you, had, you, you had that mental conversation? It was like, this is... This is freaking me out. I was like, I don't, what? And I remember, and it was just like a couple of days where it was like, I just kept thinking to myself, like, what, 
what, you know, what is this? Like I was like a boxer shorts guy, cockies with, you know, like a black t-shirt. That was my uniform. That was my people uniform, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, and I remember like having all these discussions with my mom, like, why is it women can wear whatever they want? And guys are just like jeans and t-shirt or they have to wear these suits. I hate suits. I hate that you have to put on a tie I hate and suits. it's around your neck. And it's like, that drives me crazy. And it's like, why can't I wear like a lower cut shirt or, or something? And she's like, I don't know. That's because that's guys <laughs> fashions, you know? And some uh, guy in New York said, that's what it is. Yeah. It, works it was Trump. Vogue. It was Trump. That, that dude from Men's Taylor House, he was like, you'll love the way you look. I guarantee it. And I was like, hell no, I won't. <laughs> I was like, I challenge you, sir. All right. So life's going not so shitty. Yeah. And because, but still. because things are turning around, it's like all of a sudden I'm thinking, I could do this now. Like I'm in a position where I can do this and no one can tell me not to. I don't have to worry about my mom finding out. I don't have to worry about my dad finding out. I don't even have to worry about people in general finding out. And it was like, that was a very empowering thing because it's like, I finally am in the driver's seat of my own life. I can do whatever I want. And the first thing that came to my mind was dressing like a woman. And I was like, I'm going to get killed. (laughs) I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me (laughs) if I try to do this for real. And you know, I'm not laughing at that, by the way. I was like, it's 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 like it's like a good thought. I've, seen, I was in Compton and I had a cowboy hat on, and I'm like, seen, I'm gonna get killed. Have you seen Tig, the documentary? No, I want to see it so bad. I just haven't had a chance to see it yet. I, I connected with that very much because it was like the same life. It just or, came on Netflix like, mm-hmm. like like two months ago, or maybe even less. It was the same thing. It's like this life or death situation, and the only way I could deal with it was to make fun of it. it was like, yeah, this is weird, you know. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm owning up to it. Like, this is weird. I'm going to get killed for doing this because this area is not cool for that. And so, like I said, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm out with my boss. We're at, we're, you know, we went out for like a quarterly dinner thing because that's where we do our meetings and stuff. Is it like team building? Yeah. Okay. And uh, there's like three people. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's big. It's a, it's meet, a big team. Meetings are very efficient with us for some odd reason. <laughs> and uh, not a lot of chatter. Like, I remember making this joke on Twitter the one day about like, you know, like, like who wants to wear dresses and walk around the mall? And everybody's like, ha 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 ha. And I'm like, that wasn't a joke, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) You did say, I remember making a joke on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like back in, back in early, late May or early June, somewhere around there. Yeah. I made a joke. I said, who wants to wear dresses? And a couple of people responded like, that's kind of funny. huh? that's weird. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm in my head. I'm like, yeah, but guys, like, I really want to do this. This is only like 13, 14 months ago. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then June, June, 2014. So anyway, we went out to dinner you're a team building and we were talking about, um, I was at, I was at uh, the Too Many Games Festival in Philadelphia when I was covering it. And we're sitting there and we're watching this this uh, really cool, uh, one of those 8-bit bands that they, they take Game Boys and hack them and, and make music. Oh, yeah. Them. Those are awesome. All that stuff. And I hate them because they're so good at it. This, <laughs> and this, there's this kid who is like the typical gay kid, you know? And I'm like, yeah. like he's kind of cute. I think I could, I think, because I was like, depressed about not ha- being in a relationship. I sure. couldn't get a girlfriend. And so I saw him and I thought, maybe I could be gay. Maybe, you know, because I've, I've done it. I, I could I could do this again. That's no problem. And at some point he put his arm around me and I went, Eek! 
<laughs> like really like whoa what's happening not gay no and i just kind of like scooched away from him and said like i like you you're a really cool guy and stuff but i'm not no and he was like oh okay cool and you know but but that was like 2010 2011 that was right that was years ago yeah so i told that story to my you know to my boss and and he's like yeah, and he, and it was it was a, it was it was a joke. It was like it was like yeah. I was like I'm I'm so not gay. That night I went home and bawled my eyes out. That was but Friday not at the night. moment. No, when I went home, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, why did I tell that story? Why did I tell that joke? Why did I go there with them? You know. And it was like oh god, why? What? And and this had been like I said, it had been like a long week of just researching and looking it up and being like. <clears throat> I can't be this thing. You know, we'd grown up being told that this is like, these are freaks. These are perverts. These are weirdos. These are, you know, like panty sniffers who hang out in like the bathroom and spy on women and stuff. You know, like, I can't be that. That's not me. I didn't even know what the word transgender meant. I was like, you know, forgive the term, but tranny was still, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean. Birdcage. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. Like, faggot is still out. That's still not cool, but we'll say it to each other, you know. Um, Didn't South Park take it back though? I guess in a way, yeah. Like in and queer was another one. Like ten, right. twenty years ago, you said queer, you're gonna get beat up by a couple of gay, you know. Now yeah, it's now like it's kind of accepted. We've in the brought community. it back. It's like yeah, it's it because it's like encompassing. It's like mm-hmm. it's like pansexual. It's like I will. I'm, I can love anyone. I can have sex with anyone. It's like, I'm, I'm queer. I go any way I want, you know? Um, so we kind of like pulled that back and like, that's, that's our, that's our word now kind of, um, I would relate another minority and another word here, but I'm not going to go. But did, So, so when you went home and, and just like lost it, yeah. I mean, it was Friday night and it was like weird because at, Sorry. It, it was weird because we were, um, it was right after that, 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 I can't remember his name. Roger went on that like killing spree and he was like killing girls that didn't want to date him. And like, he was one of these like alpha, he, yeah, in California, like he, and he got into a confrontation with the cops, he tried running him over and it was just like, I remember this. And he was just like releasing all these YouTube videos about like, Oh, is that the guy that like burned the car or something? Mm-mm. no. No, he ended up getting into a car crash, and then the cop shot him to death. But wasn't he like affluent? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, his dad was, I remember his that. That was was rich. Okay, that I remember. Yeah. But he was like, he wanted to be an alpha male, and he was like half Asian and deeply racist, so he hated himself because of that. And he he hated. He might have been. He might have been a nice guy, and he might have been able to pick up a lot of women if he would just like been cool about it instead of being like. Like, I want to have, like, all the sex with all the women all the time. And, and, you know, like, I've got to have, he's like, I've got a, I've got this awesome car. I've got money. I've got, like, all this cool stuff. Like, I'm hot. Why don't girls want to date me? Because you're a dick. Exactly. And it was like, they were just describing all the things he was doing. And I'm watching his video and I'm seeing, like. I remember seeing that video. You're absolutely right. He did, he, he shot it in his car. Yeah. I remember seeing that now. Okay. And I was just like, I am nothing like this guy everything that they're describing that a man should be like i am not like that and it just kept that just kind of like kept feeding back like this idea of masculinity does not fit me and then i thought 
So maybe that means I'm supposed to be a woman. And that appealed to me. It was like, yeah, I would, I would rather be a woman. And I thought, well, can I change? Can I transition? Can I do this? And like I said, you know, like that, that thought kind of went on for like a week until it's Friday night and I'm watching this, this, this. Now, is this a week after team building? No, that's that this night. Is the same night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Friday, Saturday, like I just cried, I just cried and cried and cried. And it was so intense. And I thought I either do this or I kill myself. And part of me was thinking, if I do this, someone's going to kill me. So, so it's like a catch 22, two, two birds with one stone kind of a thing. It was it, and, and to a point it was, but it was like, like, but you rationalize it in your head. Like, even if I'm, even if I'm me for a moment, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, I pretty much just sat in my apartment, miserable doing research, looking up videos of, of people who are transitioning, looking at their timelines, looking at all these guys, like there's this military dude, big, huge muscles, like real tough guy, gruff looking guy. Like he, like this guy had no problem kicking the shit out of anyone he wanted to a year and a half later, hot. I was like, wow, if he can do it, I can do it. There's yeah. all these different guys who are like, this guy's probably the poster boy for masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and you look at, um, Kristen Beck, she's, um, a medal uh, was it was it was the medal of honor the president's award or whatever she, she's, okay she was like a navy seal you know <clears throat> yeah. and 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 had uh, the medal of honor and is transgender you know i was like jesus wow. Christ. Well, i mean there was a lot of shit given remember uh oh my god i feel horrible now what's what did, what did bradley manning now chelsea manning chelsea, chelsea manning like right. it, it's I, I don't think i think people didn't take that seriously, seriously yeah. at all because well she had he committed a, a noble crime yeah a whistleblower <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but so like i'm just like reading about people's lives like and their their childhoods and i'm like this is this is me like they are writing about me every experience that they're talking about like every like wouldn't take their shirt off to go swimming, you know, stuff like that. Like everything that these people were talking about, excuse me. I'm like, this is my story. Somebody has been following me around, <laughs> keeping track of everything I'm doing and writing it down. And I'm like, if all of this matches up, if all of this means this, and this all goes back to when I was like six or seven and, and just like, you know, idolizing my mom and just looking at her clothing and thinking like, I want to wear that. Like I want to be that when I grow up, it was like all of that just kind of like came together. It was like, there's like one of those moments where like where the, the, the camera pans in as the background zooms out and it's like, Jaws. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the push pull effect. It was yes. like, it was like right. Oh my God. I have to do this or I'm going to kill myself. That was it. It was like, it was just on. It was like, it was like, I have to do this. It no longer became, can I, or should I? It was like, I have, I have to. to. Yeah. You know, I was, I was Jeff Goldblum pounding my fist on the table going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent so much time thinking about, you know, whether, whether, whether you could, you never thought, you never thought whether you should. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's the best Goldblum ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, anyway. <clears throat> Is That's, that when he's in the helicopter? Yes. 
<laughs> Isn't that a weird moment? That's a Have totally... you seen the video where it loops set for 10 yes. hours? <laughs> As it should. I love sending that to people. I, I, use, I watch that and Sexy Sax Guy. I'll just do that all over and over and over again. So, sh- shitty, awesome weekend. Yes. Very epiphanal. Well, shitty weekend. Just shitty. Just shitty. Yeah, but there was a lot of there's a lot of good that came out of that. It was a huge breakthrough. Yeah. There so I mean, point- can it be considered shitty in hindsight? <sighs> I don't know. How shitty is it when you come like two seconds to killing yourself? Yeah, but you don't. Exactly. Well, okay. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Not shitty, but I guess breakthrough epiphanal moments are supposed to be like that. I had to hit rock bottom before. You don't I- know when yeah, you don't know. <clears throat> I I I equate See, it- I see I hear that story and I'm like awesome you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they, i think it's a positive i think that's a, i think that's a shitty well needed it's like it's like jesus christ it's like you're in a cocoon and you finally just came out of it i'm sure the i'm sure the well, caterpillar isn't really enjoying living in there and then it you know sudden, comes out it gets better <laughs> right it's like and people were saying like like it so was, what was monday monday was going back to work and Whereas like where I used to, what we, you know, cross dress and then the next morning wake up with a hangover and be like, what the hell was I doing? This was like, no, this was like urging me on. It was like Pandora's box had been opened. There was no going back. Yeah. Every, it was just like, it was just like exponentially, you know, it was like the, the timelines were just getting shorter and shorter between, you know, realizing I could do this, wanting to do this, knowing I had to do this to the point where I'm doing it. Um, but it came down to I needed to have a job and I needed my mom to know I could not do this without her support, without right. her knowing and accept, even if she didn't accept this, I needed her to accept me. Yeah. And that was so, so important. It was like, if either of these things goes wrong, this isn't going to happen. And I'm going to end up at the bottom of a, you know, on, on a, a grease mark on the sidewalk somewhere. Um. So, I told my boss, it's a couple weeks later, I wrote him this big long email, I sent it, and I said, this is hugely, hugely important, you need to read this, get back to me as soon as possible. He sends me a one sentence reply. He says, I'm here for you, do whatever you gotta do. No way. And I was like, okay. <laughs> was that like, is that like the moment where you, where it's like, I just averted a car accident? It wasn't the moment. But it was it was definitely a moment. He was the second or third person I told because there's another there's a guy living here in Scranton, Wilkerson,da who, you know, another one of those. I was following his blog when I realized he's transgender too, and like he's he's out and proud now. He's like like I feel comfortable talking about him because he he puts it out there. He's right. he's in that series Brothers, right? Fantastic series. Um, What's Brothers? I don't mean to sound ignorant again. It's a it's a YouTube um like web TV. Thing. Is it a locally made YouTube web thing? It's it's filmed in in uh, New York, but they do it like like they're from around here, kind of. Oh my god, it's got a local connection. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. It's real. It's really good. Okay. Um, I was, <clears throat> he was the first one I told, and I said, "Do you know of like any local support groups or anything like that?" And like just real shadowy. Everything was like secret, double agent shadowy. Like I. I have a I have a journal that's like encrypted and it's got a it's like it's in a hidden directory with an encrypted. She's got an password. Enigma machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
you're not going to crack this thing unless you've got like a supercomputer. Unless you're Benedict Cumberbatch, it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm just like keeping track of all this stuff and, you know, slowly branching out. I told my boss and then a couple, you know, I go to like my first support group meeting and I, I meet other transgender people and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I went from knowing maybe two to like a dozen. Wow. Yeah. And there's way more than you think. Like, take a guess at, at a number. Locally? Yeah. I mm, Maybe, uh, I don't know, 150. Okay. That that fair? Probably. Wow. No, she just wanted you to say a number. She's never going to tell you the answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I mean, people think it's like one or two. Crust. Like, that's a that's a. I mean, that that's a good chunk. There's like dozens in our group. There's like yeah, but if you look at but if you look at it, if you look at it strictly from a percentage base, mm-hmm. it's one out of every one hundred. Yeah, mm. it's a percent, something like that. One out of that was a statistic that was just released. Hundred thousand people, hundred people. Yeah, that makes it's sense. It's like one out of every one hundred person at least has some kind of gender issue. Wow. Um and and. You know, I mean, if you take it from binary, it's not just male or female. If you look at it, instead of being black or white, you spread it out like 50 shades of gray. I don't want to do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But there's so many variances in the, in between where, where there are like hardline men, hardline women, and then everyone in between. So there's men who are very effeminate, but they're straight. They consider themselves men. There are women who are very, very masculine. But they'll they'll say right out, I'm straight. I like men, and I you know, but I like I like going to see races at NASCAR and stuff like that. You know, like just I don't know, just and just, punching people and punching people, right? You know, and then and then like, you know, and that and that's just within gender identity. We're not even talking about sexuality. Sexuality is, yeah, and, and I think people confuse the two exactly. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they're not related. Um, just just because I'll do anything that moves doesn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not true. I'm actually I'm I'm actually really prudish. Um but it's it's yeah. I just started meeting all these different people and they're like egging me on, like helping me out and talking telling me like where to go to get therapy, where you know, who to talk to about getting hormones and all this different stuff. And I'm like, okay, but I still haven't told my mom. It's like the end of July. We went on vacation. And I was so excited to go on vacation just to stop thinking about this stuff for a while, just to get it out of my head. You know, like it followed me everywhere. I'm yeah. flipping through the channels and Bosom Buddies is on. <laughs> I'm like, this does not help me at all. This is not distracting at all. <laughs> this is this is this is directly opposite of what I wanted to, you know. It's right. like then the movie feature of the night is Sounds of the Lamps. I'm like, oh my God, why? Sure great big fat lady. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so we went on vacation and it was horrible. It was horrible for me because I was like, I wanted, it was horrible for her because at that point my dad was very sick and she was taking care of him on top of having a full-time job, working like almost 60 hours a week and, you know, trying to, to, to make the house payments, trying to make the car payment, trying to keep everything in balance. And his bills are just going up and up and up and up. And he's, his, his social security, whatever is not, chipping in enough to to even break a little bit of that mountain down so we're like let's go on vacation just have a good time and ended up having a pretty horrible time it was about a week after that 
because like I said, the whole time I was like, I want to tell her, I want to tell her. My friend said, don't tell her. You're going to ruin her vacation. You're, yeah. you're going to ruin your vacation. And I was like, okay. So like a week after we came back, we, we went to church and I was so depressed and I was so angry. And you know, everybody's like, what's up? What's up? And I'm like, I want to be dead. And they're like, why? And I'm like, I can't talk about it. And, you know, finally, like, service was over. And I said to my mom, I said, let's get out of here. I need lunch. Let's go get something to eat. She's like, okay, where do you want to go? And I'm like, somewhere public. Because <laughs> 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 if this thing goes south. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go south real bad. <laughs> I need it to be a place where you're not going to make a scene. So we went to Panera Bread. <laughs> oh. And uh, over a soup and sandwich, which I didn't even eat. I just said to her, I said, there, there was this guy walking. Right. And he's got like this purple leisure suit on with his ruffled shirt. And my mom goes, How would you like to wear that suit? And I went, No. <laughs> and then I went, In fact, I would I don't want to wear any suits ever. Ever. And Wait, got, that's how you segued? Yeah. Nice. I said, I don't want to wear a suit ever again. And she's like, Okay. Well, it's a good thing you work in a job where you don't need one. And I'm like, No, it goes more than that. And she's like, oh, okay, what what you know? And I'm like, I th- I always wanted to be a girl. I wish I was born a woman. Well, I wish I was born a girl. <laughs> what I said to her exactly was, I wish I was born a girl. And she's like playing with her breadstick and just like kind of went, okay, why? And I went, because blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, I don't even remember what I said. Everything is like, I'm getting dizzy. I'm ready to pass out at any second because it's like, it's so intense at this moment. And I, 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 I get down to it. And she goes, well, aren't there like hormones that you can take? And I'm like, well, yeah, but the hormones have external. Wait, what? She got it. That was it. It was like that. She Holy was, shit. She's already looking for solutions to their problem. She's already like, like, sure, just change your wardrobe, do this, blah, blah, blah. Take some hormones and everything will be Get cool. Get the fuck. That's how it was. We were walking around the mall, looking at dresses, talking about shoes within an hour. Can't get more accepting than that. No, cannot. I was, I'm going through my head trying to figure out how you can get more accepting than that. Right. I can't think of anything. She hugged me and called me her baby girl. You gotta be, that's making me want to cry. You piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's uh, one of the sweetest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Mm, Excuse me. Don't get upset. We've never had anybody cry in the podcast. Not going to do it. Lion face, lemon face. Don't do it. I'm in face. Yeah, you ever see uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back? I, maybe I'm a, too much of a nerd. They were doing Google hunting. So you got it? Silent yeah. face, lemon face. face. I just, you know, I just don't remember it. It's when Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are, I, are doing Goodwill hunting too. Oh, right. And he's like, lion face, lemon face. I was laughing face, too hard at face. that. Yeah. That was a great movie. It was. All right. So, holy shit. Yeah. Awesome. And then, how do you get to you know writing and and advocating and i was writing that whole time that, but, pro, but like that quietly or yeah that encrypted journal that i mentioned earlier yeah that's like under government lockdown um that's got like fifty thousand words because i was writing every day like what i what i had for lunch what i had for dinner how i felt about that what what emotions i was feeling what was going through my head commercials would come on and i'd be like wow i wish i looked like her you know, I'm taking notes. Like I'm going to the mall and watching how women react to other women and like 
every time I every time I'd get every time I'd get like I can't do it. I would look like we get a lot of girls who are six foot, six foot two, six foot three, and they're like, I'll never be able to transition. I'm too damn tall. And I'm like, come along with me to the food court. <laughs> <laughs> come along with me to Walmart. Let's 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 look at at what passes for a cisgendered woman. You're gonna fit in just fine. And they and they see that and they're like, totally, totally. I'm like, you I there we were see I was like some girl you know, walking down the street the other day, right, right down Main Street. I'm looking over like, she's got to be like 6'5". Huge. I was like, I was like she how, can dunk. How does a girl get that tall? <laughs> Beef. So it was like any, anytime I had one of those moments of doubt where I was like, I can't do this. I would just go and just observe and be like, there's so, so much variety, so much difference. And it came down to it. And, and like, like getting into mental things, like, well, you can't be a woman because you don't have a uterus. It's like, well, what do you call a woman who's had a hysterectomy? What do you call a woman who was born without ovaries? What do you call, you know, you, you know, there's so many, like, like she's got narrow hips. So what does that mean? She's got really broad shoulders. What does that mean? She has really small breasts. What does that mean? It's like what you're defining as a woman is so narrow and basically misogynistic that it, it almost doesn't even apply anymore to the point where like, if you identify as a woman, you're a woman because no one else would, you know, who, right. what, what man would stand up and say, I'm a woman. None. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we, we get the, you know, we get these internet, internet comments where they're like, you know, um, oh, so if I just identify as a woman, that means I can go be in like, uh, and I can enter women's sporting events. And it's like, you try living it every day, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to earn that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just like you decide today and then tomorrow. Like, uh, who was that guy that um, he said he was going to support Caitlyn Jenner by uh, being a woman for 30 days? And I was like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> what asshole said that? Who oh, no. There's so many Oops. of these people who just think they know everything. You know, they, they think they know what everyone else is going He was some sports life. guy. I think he was a baseball player, like Jose Canseco mm. or something like that. Oh, probably. He has no testicles. <laughs> Well, you're meeting, uh, you're meeting, uh, you know, transgender people and, mm-hmm. and, and hearing their stories and stuff. Are they, are they leading, uh, happy lives, healthy lives? Are they Most going through, you know, hell? I mean, they're, a lot of them are happy. As bad as it is, they're still happier. Hmm. That's how, it's exactly how it is. Wow. It's like, no matter what shit I'm going through, I'm like, at least I'm out. Right. At least my mom knows and she accepts me. You know, at least my boss At the boss end of the day, he, who fucking cares about everybody else? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and just to get back to the, like, what is a woman? What is a man? Well, like, there's a dude who's missing his body from the waist down because, like, he sat on a landmine or whatever. It's like, he doesn't have a penis anymore. Is he still a man? No, oh, that means he's a woman now, right? No, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> well, that I don't even know what... Yeah, but I think is the whole thing that like everybody feels like they have to fucking categorize everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and that's yeah. Everything is that, is that the end of it? Is that like maybe it's not the end of it, but is that like? Well, I mean, you know, you can go as broad as you want with that. I mean, you know, people want to put meaning in life. They want to put meaning in the universe. Mm-hmm. You know, they want everything d- described to them. I mean, that's why you know people believe in higher powers and things like that. It just makes things easier. Yeah. You know, than trying to uh, oh well, you know, Big Bang and all that stuff. No, 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 no. It's just it's big guy in the sky done. 
everything's everything's fixed. Yeah, why can't people just be like, I'm a woman? You go, okay. <laughs> it's I don't understand. You know, I've been a dick in the past too, but that's because I was that, I was fucking ignorant. And you know, stupid. The people who get like so angry about that like they they just they they freak out you know like why can't this person just be what i think they are or i because they're not I, you, you know, shut your mouth it's, it's not up to you exactly yeah. i just i wonder like well what's what's up with you what's your story yeah that if you're you so mad about so, that yeah. <laughs> right God, what are they, you doing they stopped labeling they stopped gendering toys at target yeah How about the uproar that, over that? people lost their freaking minds why right? it's ridiculous. who gives a shit <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. These people. If there's somebody, why? Look. <laughs> if a female girl is walking down the aisle and she wants a GI Joe, get her a fucking GI Joe. Yeah. Plain this, and simple. I had streamers on my bike when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm insane. <laughs> but at least I'm all right with it. I, I never had any problem with it. I had those like little rainbow things that you put on your spokes and they go doop, doop, doop. I hated them. Right. You didn't like them? Hated that noise. I thought they were awesome. <laughs> I could never get away with it. Everybody knew where I was all the oh, time. Oh, okay. I see. Click, 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 click. I hated them. You couldn't do stealth attacks anymore. They were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Not fun to listen to. <laughs> Just saying. I hated those things. I think I was like nine. Somebody tried to put it on my bike and, I'm, and I think at nine I was like, get the fuck off. <laughs> so so what made you say, you know what, let's... Uh, let's let's do this at another level and and uh you know like did you do any any kind of activism before you started the column no because <clears throat> i couldn't i would have been <sighs> like i even even when i started going to therapy like in in august uh into september it wasn't until like the end of september where i was like doing it on the weekends you know, I'd, 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 I'd be presenting mail all week, miserable as fuck, go home, put on like my, like my V, v you know, my, 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 fem- my lady pajamas that I like wearing and, um, and then feel fun- comfortable and happy with myself. And, um, and then come the weekends, I would like get dressed up and I'd go out. I'd go shopping. I'd go to the mall. I'd go, I'd get my eyebrows done. I'd get, I got, excuse me, I got my ears pierced. I got, you know, I was doing all this cool stuff. But by Sunday evening, it was like, yeah, no, that, it was like Cinderella, you know, that, that, oh. that clock hits 12 and the magic is over, you know? And I'm sorry, what was the original question? <laughs> well, <laughs> Did you do any activism before that? So you, you didn't really. Right, no. But then, you know, so what made you want to do the column then? Um, because people needed to be educated. People are asking questions. Um, you don't come out just once. You come every time. Every time somebody said, yeah. Every time you meet someone who you knew in your past, you have to come out. Every time you bump. And it was just to the point where, like, I still don't really pass for female, which sucks. Um... So it's like you have to be proud of who you are and you have to own it and be who you are. It's like, you know, the Game of Thrones where he's saying to him, like, I'm a dwarf, you're a bastard, own it, be it. You know, once you've claimed it, no one can hold that over. Oh my God, you're a nerd too. I love it. (laughs) I'm the nerdiest. Um, (laughs) Dwarf. I'm a dwarf. It's one of my favorite lines. You're a bastard. And uh, so it's like, yeah, I'm transgender. That's it. That's, you know, 
when I'm introducing myself to, I, I identify women as, as a woman. I prefer female pronouns. I prefer people react to me. People are like, like, how do we, how do we talk to you? How do we react to you? Like, how would you talk to any woman? Right. I still don't know. So. Yeah, I, I think I think people maybe overthink it or you know make it, make it complicated. Then yeah. it doesn't need to be. Yeah, and we just met. Has it been weird? No. You know why? Because you haven't. You're a human being. I don't fucking care. Exactly. Right. Are you? As long as you're not an. A- We've talked about this before. As long as you're not an asshole, mm-hmm. I don't care. And yeah, there's we've got. And that. you're not like drowning kittens or something. You know, as long as God, you're not doing no. that, you know, I'm cool. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah. Life boils down to that. Don't be an asshole. Four words. I, I mean, you know, like you said, the the area maybe is is still in that process of really we're trying to, yeah, try. It, you know, and it, it's it's tough too because uh, you know there's so much focus I think on on gay issues that we're just getting to the idea of transgender. And I feel like in a lot of cases with people, we're starting all over again. Like, so, like we're finally getting to the point where more than half the country is pretty much accepting for the most part. Where, Even if they're not totally comfortable, they're accepting that, okay, you're, you're gay, you're going to do your own thing. It's not going to hurt me. It's not totally. going to change my life in any way. You can go do your thing. But then transgender, it's like they're right, you're right back at the start again. Like, okay, what's that? And how am I comfortable with this? And, you know, the questions keep coming. Where we were in the 90s, towards the end of the 90s, like when Ellen came out and, you know, <sighs> when more and more people were coming out as gay and, and we were out at like Liberace. Oh, my God, he was gay, you know? It's right. Like, how didn't you know? Come on, right? That's <laughs> like somebody going, this, this. The sun's made of gas. <laughs> it is. The sun is a massive and incandescent gas. It's a giant <laughs> nuclear furnace. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like I said, nerd. Um, so Don't ever change. Okay. Just letting you know. I'll try not to. Good. Where we were in the 90s is with like homosexuality. We are there getting there now with, with transgender. Caitlin did a, did a big solid for us. <laughs> That's <laughs> the way I like to say it. It's like, well, I mean, if, if look you, at her, that's me. Except she's rich and famous, and I'm dirt poor. <laughs> if you, if you look at you know the totality of time, especially in America, you know, with you know African Americans and women, and you know just how long it takes to get quote unquote treated equally, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think with each thing that we have to address as a society right the acceptance time is getting shorter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i feel good about that yeah i think you know we'll, it's still shitty but i feel good about it at we'll, least we'll at least cl- we're at least we're moving forward we'll get closer to backwards. where we need to be but i mean i i think you know you've brought this up in in the column a couple times uh, we need to get to that point where, you know, people still aren't dying over this, exactly. whether it's through suicide or, you know, someone Murder. taking their lives because three girls were killed uh, on the same day. Well, two were killed on the same day. One was identified. She was killed back in July and it took them until now to like identify the remains and figure uh, things out. Murdered? Yeah. That, uh, we're, the 13 were killed. In 2014, we're at 18. Well, 17 now. Can I get? Can I ask you a question? It's a personal question. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you can tell me to go fuck myself. Okay. Um, if you could rate quality of life 
two years ago mm. compared to now, mm-hmm. what would you say? <sighs> Mentally, spiritually. So much better. Totally. And better. it was because. Um, I mean, is it because. Acceptance yeah. and therapy helped out. But I'll tell you what. I started hormones back in December. It was night and day. Within a week, I was like. You know, I had a couple of rough, rough spots, but it was like getting on estrogen, my brain, like I said, on testosterone, I'm, I'm gray, I'm foul, I'm angry, I'm depressed, I'm mopey, I'm lazy, I don't want to do anything, you can't make me do it, I don't want to do it. On estrogen, it's like, what do you want? Let's do it. Let's have it. Let's make it happen now. You know, what do you, I'm, I'm, I'm running around pride fest, helping people put all their shit back up every time the wind would blow and it would knock their stuff up. And I'd run, I'd be the first one running across the street, putting <laughs> everything that? up, helping them out. Like, I'm, I'm still like not a hundred percent. That's, that's where the activism comes from. Mm. That's why I'm like a hundred percent for, I'm, I'm open. I'm allowed to be open. I'm accepted. I'm okay. And so now I want to help other people. Right. I want other people to be where I am. There are so many girls who are still, there's men and men who are still trapped. And it's like, they're never going to be accepted. I, we, I just met a girl on Saturday. It was her first time. Well, not her first time, but it was like one of her first times going out. And she's like, I just, I just don't know. I feel so nervous. And I'm like, we were all there. We were all there. We got through it. You're going to get through it. Everything's going to be okay. Um, just, just a couple of rules. Don't walk down certain streets at night. <laughs> Don't go home with strangers. Regardless people. of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be be aware of your surroundings. Be aware that you are a target now. Be aware that people are not going to be nice to you. Well, people fear what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the biggest thing. Yeah. Education is lacking. And a lot of them take it upon themselves to let you know that you are a man in a woman's dress. So I, they will, they, so that's, that's happened to you a couple times. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. They look me straight in the eye and go, sir, can you help me with this? Sir, I need you to fix this. Sir, sir, sir. I counted. She did it like 10 times and I, and I, and it was so degrading that I couldn't stand up for myself. I, I, I wanted to just be like, it's ma'am. What's wrong with you? Look at the way I'm dressed. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm like, long hair, breasts. Hello. You know, I spent a lot of time waiting for these to come in and now they're here. Don't fucking take them away from me like that, you know? <laughs> and uh, I went through hell. I went through hell to get here. And my friend is fond of saying that. He said, you earned this. You went through hell to get this. Right. Don't let them take that away from you. And I was like, fuck, you're right. But it's so degrading. It's and, and What do they get out of that? That's what I don't get. Like fucking what? bullies. Exactly. Yes. Like it's disgusting. Absolutely. That's all it is. I, 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 I see an opportunity to make somebody feel inferior. As miserable right. as I am. And they're not, yeah. and, and, and they're probably not going to retaliate so that I can continue to be an asshole. They will pick on people who that are the weakest, the cowards. You and know? if you tell them they're cowards, they will show, they'll prove that they're not. It's, oh God, what was that? That's, I do all these famous movie lines. Where um, what's the one where he, oh oh Easy Rider, mm-hmm. where the I think it was Jack Nicholson he's talking to Dennis Hopper and he says, all these what you guys represent is freedom like real freedom and when you tell these people that they're not free they're gonna do a whole lot of murdering and killing just to prove how free they are and it's like because <laughs> they are trapped and they don't realize it right and they they see a very narrow view and they don't want their worldview changed they don't want to see men who are acting like women. 
they don't. Well, they like their little bubbles. Exactly. My little reality bubble, and I don't. I don't want anybody to burst it. Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly. I remember I, I worked at um, uh, a printing company years ago. Uh, locally, they're they're gone now, but uh, it was uh, like an. It, it it was it was the kind of place where uh, most of the people that were working there were like you know out, out of jail on work release they needed something you know that kind of thing and uh, it was like a summer job for me and uh, so I meet all kinds of people there and it was uh, it was definitely an experience and the one guy I remember and it stuck with me he told me this story and it, it was you could tell this was a story that was rehearsed like he told a lot of guys this like this was a funny story for him. And he's, he said, you know, oh, I was at the bar one night and this beautiful chick's there and we started making out and oh, it's great. And then we go back to my place, whatever. And then I, I you know, I, I reached down and I found out, you know, she's a man. Mm. And so I beat him within an inch of his life, just, just beat him. And he's describing in detail what he's doing in this person pleading, you know, not to kill him, you oh, know, at this point. And He's looking at me like I'm supposed to be laughing, like I'm supposed to be enjoying oh, this yeah, story. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm horrified. Like, I need to get away from this guy. Like, this, you're a sick motherfucker that you, you think this is okay to just tell a perfect stranger that, you know, I almost murdered someone, you know? And, and, he, and he says, you know, I almost did, but then, you know, I, oh, I stopped myself or whatever, you know, like I'm supposed to, oh, good for you, you know, like, or to cheer him on or something like that, you know? And it, it just it, it really it really showed to me like like there are there this this is an everyday thing you know this this happens all the time it's just that you don't you don't hear about it or when you do in these kind of uncomfortable social situations I guess my reaction was I'm supposed to agree with this I'm supposed to go along with it well you're and guy, then it just so. adds that sense of you know oh it's okay yeah you know which is is frightening. He's like, I'm a guy, you're a guy, so you should get this, right? And it's like, no, I don't fucking get it because you're a psychopath and I'm not. That's the difference. Right. <clears throat> it, it it was it, it that was that was a scary moment because I mean you could he could have told me it was, you know, I was uh, you know, stabbing a man, woman, child, whatever. Anybody. It doesn't matter. You know? Why would you like, do that to anyone? Exactly. You know? So it, just bizarre to me. But um but yeah, I mean that was that was my one experience with it. I'm sure you've probably heard a million stories. Yeah. I'm privy to a few different <laughs> experiences that uh, I wish I'd rather would have rather not have heard. Right. Um, yeah. There's. Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you want to? We'll go into the last word because I mean that that's another whole thing. I'm real proud of you. Thank you. Regardless of what you think of me, I think you're awesome. <laughs> So, well, <laughs> don't stop. Don't let anybody tell you anything because I learned a long time ago all I need is my family. Yeah. After that, everyone can just eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I so, think I think, you're rich. Sorry, but as long as my family's still there, <laughs> I'm are, okay. Oh, there, fuck you, man. All right. There, that's fine, too. <laughs> I'm crusty today. <laughs> no, I'm going to be the crusty one, though. I was okay. angry. Well, no, some of these people are fucking crusty. I'll tell you that. So, okay. So, long story short, uh, you know, at, at Kildare's this past weekend. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Um, and this made, this made the, the local news. So, of course, everybody had to throw their opinion in there because, you know, when things like these happen. Um, this, this woman who uh, she identifies as a woman. She has a girlfriend. First of all, let's explain 
cisgender and transgender. Please, yeah, please, because this uh, this to me uh, this was funny. I think you broke NEPA with by using that term Probably. because they had no clue what it was, and people get really angry when they don't know something. Mm-hmm. What's the term? C i s g e n d e r cisgendered. I, yeah, I, didn't under, I don't know what that means. Mm, okay, trans is a Latin prefix that means through or around. So, like, think transam, transmission, right. transportation, yeah, um, transatlantic. Sure, you know, any anything that has transcontinental to go railroad. Exactly. <laughs> um, I've waited all podcasts to say that. Cisgendered, trans means that side. Cisgendered means cis. Cis means this side. So, and and this is a thing in chemistry, like trans, certain certain molecules and things like that are trans. Others are cis, because they have a tendency to to change. And if they if they if they see like it's chemistry, look it up, kids. <laughs> it's in your basic high school chemistry. Come on, um, but basically that's what it breaks down to: is cis means this side, trans means that side, and it's. So you you take that Latin prefix and you put it in tra- in gender. So transgender. So think of me as going beyond my gender. I've gone. I've broken through a wall of of being seen as a man, and I'm now seen as a woman. I've I've gone beyond gender. Uh, if I was cisgendered, that means I would be. A, and I'm making this super simplistic, and I'm probably fucking it up. But cisgendered would be this side, which means I am the. I identify as the gender that I was designated at birth. So I have a penis and the doctor, you need a doctor to tell you what you are when you're born. Think about that. Right. <laughs> think about it. It's an aardvark. It's an aardvark. <laughs> and boy, don't think it confused when uh, they aren't sure. Right. There's an- And then they, they may decide something that's going to affect that child from then on. That they might not necessarily feel or agree with, oh. which has happened. Right. Okay. There's a couple, a couple different famous cases where um, the uh, they made the wrong decision during the circumcision. They made a boo boo, and decided, <gasps> oh, we'll just raise him as a girl. Duh. Put dresses on him. He'll be fine. Yeah. I never want to get circumcised again. Just in case <laughs> anybody wants to know. <laughs> All right. So what went down at at the hip at the hot? Hippest place so, in downtown Scranton. <laughs> this woman is a cisgendered woman, which means she identifies as a female. She was born with female genitalia. Blah blah blah. I, I assume she was born with you know. I've never seen her with her. You know, so I assume that she identifies. I saw a photo. The only thing that I could see that was differentiating was that she dressed like me. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it wasn't one of those just things. Just jeans and a t-shirt. Yep. Which is what she uh, said, said she wore That's that she day. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't dressed like the normal. And she has short hair and glasses. Yeah. She has a good haircut. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll just put it out there. I've, I know a lot of butch lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> they exist. There you go. And that's what it was. And she was very masculine looking that night because she had like a short haircut. And, you know, that's the way she, she likes to dress and, and. So she went into the women's bathroom to use the, the restroom. And according to the manager and the head of security, three women complained that there was a man in the bathroom. Excuse me. So when she came out, he the bouncer grabbed her and said, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And then she said, why? She said, we don't allow men in the bathroom. And she said, but I'm a woman. And if you heard her, 
her voice. Her voice is very high like this. It's very high and very timid. And she's like, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a real woman. Like, I don't understand what's happening here. And she even offered to show her ID. And the guy's like, according to one story, he said no. According to another story, he he was okay with seeing the ID, but didn't want to see it or... Because there's there's different stories. Of course, there's different of course. stories. Yeah, but the, she wasn't in there, you know, doing it, taking she, photos, right? I think, yeah. I th- like, what, 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 if anything, right? Mm-hmm. I'm only assuming, but if anything, she used the restroom, maybe washed her hands, mm-hmm. maybe took a look in the mirror, maybe. I think all she and I think that was it. Yeah, I think there was like a line, and that's it. That's why she was like lingering a little extra longer. And obviously, you know, we're not privy to all the minor details. What was said? How how mm-hmm. did the bouncer bring tone, this up? You know, like what was the tone? Right, exactly. And even the the girls who who reported her in the first place, what was their intention? Uh, yeah. Did they did they they say, oh, you know, uh, the, we don't we don't like lesbians, so therefore let's pick on her, let's let's make her life miserable, or Makes was sense. it an honest mistake? You I know? think we can assume. I, I look, you know, talking about not putting people in boxes and whatever. Sure. I'm I I still can. I think we can safely assume what sort of character of female probably said that. Mm. Sure. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so here we go. That's my two cents. Um, it's like <sighs> hell. What was I gonna say? Yeah, Look, all, I, all I know is like where there's where there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Neither of which was in this situation, right? You know what I mean. Now, now did you f- you you saw the coverage local media wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of it? I mean, did you think they handled the situation correctly? Do you think they they didn't? Uh, how how do you think? Kill theirs uh, or the media? The media, I, no, I would say, the media did an awful job. I think. Mm. What why uh, what what do you what did what did you it was notice? Very one sided. Mm. It was very, everything Kildare said, everything Kildare's manager said. You know, I mean, he said what? He reviewed the tapes. They saw what happened. They said, you know, she stuck around. and Yeah, she said, uh, you know, afterwards that they, they bought her a drink and so she stayed. So obviously. <laughs> everything was cool. It, yeah, must, it, it must be cool. No harm, no foul, right? Here's hey. a Jaeger bomb. You won't tell anybody, right? We just told you you're an ugly woman. You look like a man. Here's a beer. <laughs> Like, well, talk about adding insult to injury, to. man. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, when you start breaking these things down, it's like, what a shitty asshole thing to do to someone. Yeah. And her girlfriend is sitting there like, and and, and I'm sitting there, you know, she's telling me the story. And I'm like, she did, they just called your girlfriend ugly and then said she looked like a man. Like, they dissed her twice in a row. And she's like, she got pissed. She's like, yeah, you're right. And it's like, yeah. Are you there? I met her. Oh, afterwards? Yeah. Okay. So so uh, so you talked to her and you did uh, you, you did your own. I don't know how much of that I can talk about though. Sure, but I'm but, but I'm you sure. t- you talk you talked to her and then you did the column. I did uh, my journalistic duty. <laughs> right, exactly. So I mean, more more or less, you know, like you know, she wanted to to not really you know get into the the nitty gritty of it. She doesn't which seem is like fine. she's out for blood. You know, right. that's yeah. all well and good. So you know, we just she she just was very timid and embarrassed by it. Sure, and, and as anyone would upset. be, I would think. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. So the 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 I knew we were going to get some some comments because here and and here's the ironic thing is the the reason I brought the the whole Hinchbot thing before 
Which pot? The hitch pot. A uh, hitch pot thing. Oh, hitch pot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like the, re- the reason I brought that up is because in that specifically, I, I wrote a paragraph, and this is before this happened. This is before I knew any of uh, any of this. Right. I was writing about how pe- I wish people would talk about and share more positive stories because mm-hmm. that's the number one thing you see on a lot of social media is people get real sick real quickly of anything that's mean, bad, controversial, awful, whatever. Why can't we stop hearing about this? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, the, re- the way you combat that is by sharing all the great, wonderful, awesome things that are happening in the community and all those great people that are doing all those great things. But you don't see that very often. As a guy who worked in local media for five years, I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, no matter how much work and and uh, you know effort you put into writing those positive stories and pushing those positive stories, negative stories will always be shared more, always be commented because on positivity more. is not salacious unless it's Susan Boyle. I there was there was a a story about a job fair that had over a hundred and fifty negative comments. They're yes, bitching about a job fair. People will take something <laughs> positive and turn it into a negative. I have I have seen people comment on stories like someone struggling with cancer, and they're like, "Well, you know, uh, so so are a million other people. Get over it. You know, why do we have to focus on this person?" Yeah, but we I saw we, somebody the other day. The whole uh, the uh, the loyalty uh, bike uh, bike run yeah. that was done for you know uh, the fallen officer, officer Wilding. Uh, yeah, Officer Wilding. Somebody said. Uh, and this was on a WNEP comment. They said, Why, when are we going to stop hearing about this? People die all the time. Oh, yeah. Why are we focused on this? Why is this Move news? on. And it was, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. You can't, you can't allow, do you know how, do you know how like they say like men tune out women when a woman's yelling at them? Yeah. You have to tune out stupidity. You have you to. You can't, you can't. <laughs> engage it. The moment you engage it, you validate it. I've told people before, these people are professional trolls. Yeah. Yeah. That's they're, what they even do. even if they're even if they're not professional, <laughs> they're still an asshole. Like sure. they're they're bored at asshole. work. They see a story and they're like, I'm gonna shit on this. Yeah. This what can I like do? An easy one to shit on. How can I ins- how can I incense everyone? Mm-hmm. So how can I get the biggest reaction? I did it the other day. Just I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. you see my post? Yeah. That the whole world went fucking crazy on. <laughs> yes, because it was about Yes. The A word. Yes. Yes. The A word. Abortion. We'll tell you about it later. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't. Say, you can't say that without causing That's a huge social media bomb. So I, I don't read a bunch of these, and then we can, you know, say what we want to say about them. But uh, this, uh, I, and I'll just say, I'll just. We gotta use, wrap it up because I gotta shoot. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. Um. So Stephen says, uh, I once called a man, man a ma'am. No suits filed. Right. You know, and. Uh, Let's see. Let's stir it. Let's stir in the but pot. See, like, yep. like the response to it was brilliant, though. It's like, are you a are you a, a business or a commercial? Yeah. Said, uh, you know, Kate says, are you a business? This, or? Isn't, this isn't about a woman who was offended and now she's like suing because, oh gosh, like like everybody's so offended and it's, every, it's like, well, because you know, there's people being yeah, but this, killed. This, 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 but it wasn't about that. It was about throwing her out of a business because she was in a bathroom that they deemed was the wrong bathroom, and she was and she was hurt, and all she did was throw up a Facebook post. I don't think her intention was like, let's see how much traction this gets. Mm-hmm. You know what it, I mean? What, it, it, it wasn't about being offensive. It was about being discriminatory. Yeah. It broke a law. Oh, yeah. Right. So one guy, Joe, he, he 
because somebody asks, you know, David asks, well, what is cisgender? Mm -hmm. So Joe posts the definition that he found on Google of cisgender and then said, found this on Google. I'm even more confused. So she is a woman. What is the definition? It says... I mean, I just defined it, but I'm curious. Denoting or relating to a person whose self-identity conforms with the gender that corresponds to their biological sex, not transgender. Right. So, the, they identified the gender they were designated at birth. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear, but, you know, Joe... The doctor looked at them, saw their can't. genitals, and said, you are a boy or a girl, and they grew up thinking, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. In my case, I grew up thinking that's not true. <laughs> That's why I'm a transgender person and they are a cisgender person. It's not a slur. It is just a definition. It's a verb. It's or not well, it's an adjective. Well, I, I attempted to to help. I, I said, you know, to Don't. Be, that, yeah. Yeah. That, All I did was just I, I left a comment not to anyone specifically. All I just said was to be clear, she is a woman and identifies as a woman. Many of these restroom incidents, because it seemed like a lot of the comments started to be about uh, like like this Kevin guy, for example, he says, if you have a dick, you should it sh- you should Pissing be the women, in, the men's in the men's room, and that's all there is to it, you know? Whereas, like... Wait, he said, if you have a dick, you should be in the men's room? Right. She didn't. She didn't. See, that's the thing, is he misread it and thought she was transgender. Aww, Kevin. Right, because, because he was so... <laughs> And then he made a bunch of autocorrects and decided to add them to the comments. I mean, it's just it, the whole train of thought was just amazingly funny. So, uh, you know, I, I just said, you know, there there's further, you know, if you read the article, you know, like further information in think, the article. I don't think any of those people But read most it. of them did not no. obviously read the article. So then t- uh, Tim... Timothy replies, so wait, you know, she's mad because she was confused as a man. In all honesty, at first glance, she could be easily confused as one. And I say that only because she doesn't present the typical female qualities that uh, women women do, baggy clothes, shorter hair, etc. So I can understand how a bouncer would have thought, thought that too. But again, we don't know how the bouncer, the bouncer responded. You know, we don't know those details. So what would have happened? Yeah, but those bouncers shoot first and then aim later. That's that's right. their whole thing. And maybe he said, "Well, what if someone had been hurt? You know, maybe I'm wrong, but the bouncer here is caught in a catch twenty two. But hey, I'm probably wrong for seeing things differently, right? And I'm like, I'm not even gonna no. go into it. But you know, and <laughs> you just did. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not gonna go tit for tat with the guy in the comments. You can't. You have to ignore it. You have to tune it out. It's the frequency that you, like, intolerance is the frequency that you pull out of your EQ. Like this person, was this a test? I'm not saying this person has to conform to what is supposed to be normal. Actually, you are. Uh, Be be who you feel. I fully appreciate that. But if you dress like and wear your hair like the opposite gender, don't expect people not to be confused. Oh, I'm sorry about Charlize Theron and Mad Max. Here's here's the thing. Like, I'm going to go here. Um, Let's let's assume she was a trans man, okay, and wanted to use the men's room because she identifies as male, but didn't feel comfortable going into the men's room because she thought maybe she didn't pass. So she went to the women's room just to play it safe. Right. And then got thrown out. So like, she's really in the catch-22. Yeah. You know, is... is the- but as... as as we all are. Right. And, and when I, by, by we, I mean transgender people. We're constantly stuck in this mm-hmm. where we're, I dress like a woman. I look like a woman. I do my damnedest to look like a woman. And I go into the women's room and it's, this has never happened to me. But, you know, theoretically, it's like you choose the men's room, get beaten up. Choose the women's room, get screamed at and thrown out, possibly arrested and end up with a permanent record um, sex offender. Oh, right. Holy shit, really? You could. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wow. 
And so that's that's what we face. It's like, do we go into the bathroom that we feel comfortable in? Or do we go into the bathroom that we have to? You can't win. You can't win. So, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, assuming that she was a trans man who didn't feel comfortable in the men's bathroom, what would she do? What would he, well, he in that case. Sure. You, you don't win. No. Um, so, this sucks. It's a tough situation. Well, and, that's why we have an ordinance in place that says you, you use the bathroom you identify as. And that's and that you know so that, Scranton, that's something Scranton I think a lot that, of people right? didn't know you know mm-hmm. until and, and but it's been on the books for years. Two thousand three. Yeah. That's when they that's when they coined it. And um, so it's like yeah we there's this there was this great campaign that was going around. It was a a transgender man who looked beard hat looked like a looked like a big tough trucker dude. Look you know like you know you'd pass this guy and you'd be like you know don't mess with him he's obviously a motherfucker <laughs> and going into the women's room taking selfies of himself going like is do i look like i belong in the women's room what that's what he was doing he <laughs> would i mean he would take one of his female friends with him into and it, i think it's from canada would go into the women's room and take a picture of himself standing in the women's room going, do I look like I belong in the women's room? Do you want to see someone like me in the women's room? I'm, I just described this guy to you. He looks like a trucker. He looks like a, you know, like a hardcore heavy, heavy lifting kind of a guy, you know, like a real masculine man. But he's a transgender man, which means that if it was like a law that he has to use the bathroom according to the gender that he was assigned at birth... He would be seeing him in the in the women's room, which is not comfortable. Right, a woman would go in there, scream, and run out. You know, and probably tell a manager or whatever. And so it, it was like he was basically running his own campaign where he was saying, like, "Do you want to see me in the men, women's room? Because this isn't where I belong. I belong in the men's room." Hmm. Good point. I'm so mad now. <laughs> Well, I don't mean to end on a down note, but it's not a down note. It's just like it's like one of those things where it's like, man, there's still far to go. There is, you know there what is. I mean, and, and and that's why it's important to t- like, uh, uh, you know, uh, a few people uh, right away, you know, it was going to happen. Why is this news? Why are we Why are we talking about this? First of all, you commented, so that's why we're talking about it. A, but if the, it's not news, don't say a word. Yeah, it, scroll it's, on, man. It's I think in in this in this context, it's good to talk about because then you can add a greater understanding to what's going on. This the 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 situations that people every day are finding themselves in. That is news. That is important. It's 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 a conversation that we we need to be having. And I think uh, you know the the number one thing that I've heard from this column since the start is the number one thing that I've heard about any PA scene since we started. This is needed. Mm. We need this. And, you know, there's just not enough of uh, those voices in the community talking about these issues. I was at Pride. I was talking to Maureen Gray, who is one of the, um, I don't want to say director, but she's very high up in Equality PA, which is a a group, an organization that is fighting for uh, LGBT rights. And she was like, she's like, I read every one of your columns. Every time it comes out, I'm so proud of you. Like, Everything you said, spot on, blah, blah, blah. You Shit, know. that was all the stuff I was just going to say. <laughs> well, you can go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm, because we're at such a heated hour, <laughs> and it's really I still have work here. to do. Shit, guys. We're fixing it tomorrow. Oh. Um, coming in as the ignorant, 
Um, thank you. You're welcome. Don't stop. I'm so fucking happy for you. And um, if you ever want to come hang out. Absolutely. We're all cool. Yeah. We like to have campfire. No, we don't. What? We, just, we don't do campfires. <laughs> we like to cook. We cook. Okay. So don't stop what you're doing. Don't stop writing. Don't stop. And we, I, I appreciate you doing it for the site. Yeah. Because... And everything I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm nowhere near as relevant or important as you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm just an asshole on the other end of the microphone, just like trying to it's, help me it's, understand. It's easy, I, feel I like think, that for... too sometimes, though. I feel like I'm just, you know, some asshole who like I write things and then they, they publish them. <laughs> no, like, but you know what? It, it's the thing. It's like, you know, you, you do stuff because you care about it. Like and I you see... do stuff because you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you realize that you you're reaching people that you know unfortunately couldn't have been reached 10 15 years ago couldn't yeah you know right. what i mean and don't i know it you know and and could not be who i was i'm 10, so i'm so happy that you're still here thank you i'm happy to be i here. think i think we all are and try and you know what god bless dan savage Yes, it gets better, and and you can use it for anything too. I love Dan mm-hmm. Savage. It gets better. He's fiery. I'll watch him do any oh, everything. I'll, everything. Whenever he gets on a roll, I'm like, I'm there. Even when he's not, he's an educated, and I'll say he's a good looking guy. Mm. Mm. Just saying, <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. Sure. Lee thinks I'm a three on the Kinsey scale, so. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you've been totally awesome and gracious with your time and and don't give up and don't stop and keep keep going forward were there any questions any last questions any dying urgent questions i i I probably have four more hours of questions well you know (laughs) i want people to listen we'll uh (laughs) we'll leave them to uh listeners and uh maybe we'll have you back on absolutely i mean that was one of the things that when i started this column was I wanted, I was, I wanted to no, we do like, the Q and a, yeah. do something like that. Pit, yeah. Send your questions. I will answer them. I, I am, I am your Huckleberry. What's <laughs> <laughs> up Val Kilmer? <laughs> you know, it's, I'll I, be a Huckleberry. Because I, I wanted this to kind of be like, uh, like a, like an advice column, like, like a kind of a mm. sex in the city. Yeah, but it's also like thing. an open yeah. forum. It's like, don't be afraid to send in a question. Don't this, be, this don't be. a chance to ask all the weird, awkward questions like, how do we have sex? How do we do this? How do we do that? It's like, I'll let you know. The thing is, and I've got to stress this, I can only tell you what it's like from the perspective of a white woman. Right. Uh, I was going to say like white lesbian woman, but I, hell, even that's kind of up for grabs because, <laughs> you know, I just, whatever. I'm, and then the golden rule. Don't be an asshole. Don't be yeah. the the uh, the Will Wheaton rule. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Where did Will Wheaton say that? Mm-hmm. Where did he say that? Pax, two thousand seven. Pax. That was his keynote speech. About, really? About internet comments and stuff like that. And his his the wheel. That's where he. That's we're, where we're canning you. It's it's <laughs> telling me it's time to take my pills. Um, <laughs> take them. Uh, it's yeah yeah he is basically his entire keynote boiled down to he got to the end and it was don't be a dick that's Wheaton's law shit did I plagiarize Will Wheaton did I plagiarize Wesley Crusher no <laughs> you didn't know <laughs> thank you so much no problem thanks guys for having me on alright thank you we're done totally appreciate it <laughs>